Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, John McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. Before I ask how you're doing, good sir, uh, we also have uh, another addition to the show this week, uh, friend of the show, uh, major question asker, like, number one question asker, actually, whoa, second whoa, only. Poor Sean. Second whoa. only to Sean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah geez, um, Sean's the question asker. We're going to have him one day. We'll get there one day, <laughs> Sean, I promise. I am but a question asker novice compared to Sean. We could all learn a great deal from Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, of course, I'm talking about Mr. Broderick Gordes. Hey. Co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. Hunting Seasons podcast. Thank you very much for spooking my show every time I ask a question. <laughs> I really right. appreciate that. Oh, I feel like it's only necessary and it's something that we both like to listen to anyway. So Yeah, thanks, man. I yeah. love listening to your show as well. And thank you very much for having me on today. Yeah, good. But- well, we thought like Karen's down in uh, our neck of the woods this week. So we thought we'd uh, extend the olive branch, I guess, <laughs> of some description. Mm-hmm. Put, out the, put out the call and see if you wanted to come and hang out with us and uh, talk some uh, some news about some games. Let's do it. I'm hoping I can bring something to the table. I'm oh. <laughs> quite oh. as... Uh, I play a bit of gaming, but I'll do a bit of gaming, but... Uh, well, to be honest, even both, my thing. both of us, like we haven't played much this week. I've played a lot. Okay, well, I, I take that lot. back. I've played, I played a lot. I left something there. off my list of things. I haven't played enough of it yet, so... Um, cool, all right. Shall we kick it off? We should. Uh, you played the most. All right, I'll go first then. Uh, well, I played some more Cuphead. Um, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, so I, I believe I've mentioned on the show before the first time I did play it. Played apart it from at PAX was uh, when I got to actually get my hooks in it was at your place. Um, yeah. It's not, it wasn't a good PAX game. It wasn't a good PAX it game. It wasn't. I remember playing that at PAX as well mm. and not no. but being sort of like, oh, it's uh, not quite... As it was expecting, based on the hype around at the time, yeah. it looked good, sounded good, but playing, I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah, I look. I mean, like having it, like being able to sit on the couch and just not have to worry about looking over your shoulder. Someone's and waiting to play it. Mm. Like having that time to sit there and just go life for life for life and rip your hair out slowly is is perfect. Quick sidebar: speaking of this, speaking of playing Cuphead at cons and like worrying about people looking over your shoulder, is that a real thing? Because I definitely get it. Oh, yeah. I definitely had it the week, the year they had uh, Dark Souls 3. Yes. I got to play Dark Souls going, please, no one look over my shoulder at me. But that's all the Q can do. Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel, uh, and just, I don't judge me. I definitely feel that. Um, especially if it's a game, like, it's not too bad when, like, those bigger games where they've got, like, time limits on that, and they'll have, like, staff come around and go, all right, cool. Like, oh, your, yeah, and your time's you over. Want. And you're like, that's cool. All right, I've got a specific set amount of yeah. time to play it. But then, like, especially with the game that's really engaging you, and you're like, oh, I want to play more of this, <laughs> but there are people standing behind me. Do I feel, do I move on? What do I do? Um, I remember it less from being at, like, packs and stuff like that. And do you remember when they used to have kiosks, and they still sort of do sometimes, in places like uh, like Kmart or a Target, yes. or even, like, an EB game, something like the that? The big WA working has a PS4 one still set up. Does, right. I saw that. Almost always Crash Bandicoot playing on it. Oh, <laughs> and there was always that thing of there'd be some little snot-nosed kid playing it. I'd, you know, go stand there and, like, politely be waiting my turn. He'd die a bunch of times. I'm like, okay, kid, the etiquette here is that it's time to move on. And he'd keep playing it. And I'd be like, this is annoying. And then when I'm doing it, I've got this constant pressure feeling of, I need to... Need to move. You know, I need to give someone else a go at this. <laughs> yep. Finally. That was the only time I used to play... I, I ever really played Sonic the Hedgehog was at Billy Guyatt's in Bendigo. Wow. Yeah, so this, this is a deep cut. Like, <laughs> I was very, very young. Billy Guyatt's, I now defunct, like... Uh, I white don't even remember them. No, it's like do in, I. It's like in the age of like brashes and things like that. That's 
Yep. Really? <laughs> brushes? Okay. I have no idea. Man, brushes. There's you, a great, you've gone beyond this. <laughs> there's a great parody Twitter account for, for brushes where they're just like posting up their, their day, daily deals and stuff that are basically Tell you what? ripped from the headlines <laughs> in 1992. I'll look so out for that when I figure out what brushes is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, after we finish recording, I'm going to show you brushes. Oh, I can't And then wait. Billy Guides as well. Sure. Harvey um, Norman is where I like first got my hands on a PS2, I think. Yeah. Probably on an Xbox. <laughs> Lots of time spent Harvey Norman. Yes, Kyron? We had a great story about this, actually. Yeah. A story of Harvey Norman as well, trying to drag Joel away from Guitar Hero. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Exactly. I think, yeah, I think you might have been there as Just well. Just going yeah. out to Harvey Norman, I'm supposed to Guitar Hero. <laughs> the best part was, I, I, was the one, I was the one who had my driver's license and no one else did at that time. So I was like, you guys like, we need to go, but he's also our lift. <laughs> so we can't do anything about this. That was um, a fun sidebar. Yeah, good. Yeah, but <laughs> Cuphead's also really good. I'm having a good time with it still. I've, I've taken a break from it for a few days just because I've been playing a few other things. Um, How are you finding, like, obviously Cuphead's known, of, you know, you've talked about this in the past, mm. the visual styles are always amazing. It's going to consistently be there. We'll just assume it's been good all the way through. Mm-hmm. The When you first came over and played the first world through with me, basically, yep. um, I played it through once. So I was finding it a lot easier. You were still finding your way with it. Right. By the time you got to the second world... Is it still fun to play, or is it just getting crazy difficult, annoying? It is. Like, it's... I, I think I mentioned it last week, that it has this, per- like, that perfect hook of, like, because the reload times are so quick, yep. and you don't have time to think about it, and you get to see that, that progression, progression bar. bar. It's the thing, right? It's Absolutely. the bit where you, like, you realise, I did get further that time, or yep. I'm into this section of it now, or I was only that far yep. off. Or it's like, I've seen yeah. all, I've seen all forms of it, so I yeah. know what to expect now. Yeah, I yeah. know what I'm getting, getting myself into. I can start to formulate you how I'm going to attack this. Yeah. It, yeah. That's how I treat the health bars in the Dark Souls bosses. Yes, for that sure. is my thing. We were talking about like, this yesterday, yeah. I got it this empty this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was this close to being done. And you're like, I can gauge <laughs> that maybe they've got like maybe one more form, or I think I've seen everything they, they can do. All right, yeah. Um, no, I'm loving it. I, it's just, it's, it is a treat to play. It's so, for something that is as hard as it is and like notoriously hard. Um, it's just so much fun. I don't find myself screaming in anger as much as I was. Uh, it gets the heart racing, but not in a, like an intensely stressful way as say, sure. when I used to play Bloodborne. Yeah. Like I still have nightmares about fighting Rom I mean, with a spider. Like, to be, like, so that's the thing. Bloodborne has an added layer to the whole thing that adds the tension and adds the soundtrack. True. Some, yeah. of those, some of those boss songs in Bloodborne, yeah, because like, I've been replaying it a bit this week with it being one plus, uh-huh. and just just summoning constantly to help new players beat like the second boss, Father Gascoin. That song is intense. Like if yeah. I was just picking up Bloodborne for the first time and fighting that boss, I'd be scared. It's I'd be yeah. stressing. I'd be sweating. And that's the thing. Like I found myself this week as well listening to the Cuphead soundtrack. Only the stuff that I've played. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't try and listen to stuff that I, I haven't got to in the game because I want that to be a surprise. But Man, like the soundtrack is so good, and that the fucking Dice Man, the Dice King song, when you go into his yeah, yeah house, yeah. it is just great. Yeah, that's really cool. It reminds me of um, Sweet Song from um, from Buffy. What's feeling. What's feeling? Yes, Sabrina. You know it? I love it. Don't oh. you like my... Oh yeah, how good's Buffy? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, hey, I think we could talk about this on hunting seasons one day. We should Ooh, do a bu- do Buffy. <laughs> do Buffy. We'll get there one day. Don't worry. Six, oh, I, I don't doubt you're going to get there. Buffy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a season four. Get rid of that. Season four. Yeah, actually, I agree with you. I right, season. Oh man, the, what's who's the bad guy in that one? You got Adam, you're bringing in Adam Riley Moore. as well. Oh, oh, yeah, Riley. Season four off. Oh, oh, season four. Although the gentleman though, that's it. It's got moments. It's got moments. Yeah. 
it's but the, on the whole, it's war. It's, I actually, I've got my, my box sets over there. <laughs> oh. I take it. It's only the, it's only the, uh, the DVDs, it's not the, Blu-rays. But the Blu-rays so. suck. The Blu-ray transfers really? are terrible. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's good. Then I'm, I, I'm happy that I know that. Or, well, sorry, I shouldn't say. I'm not even sure there are Blu-rays. There's HD remasters. Uh, we talked about this okay. on uh, Hunting Seasons, actually. I think this was the Wire Season 1 episode. Okay. Just plugging my own show. Hey. And though, what they, this is a problem they've been having with shows from the late 90s, early 2000s, before HD and widescreen was a big thing. I shouldn't do this on your gaming podcast. But anyway. <laughs> I always okay. use my hands when I talk as well. No, what I mean is I'm talking TV. It's, oh. the, wrong, it's the wrong medium. But the... It's fine. The maybe. aspect ratio is 4 by 3 on TV, but they mm-hmm. film everything in like like widescreen, right? And then they cut it down to what they're going to use of course. for TV. Yeah. The thing is, they understand that framing when they're shooting it. And so often, instead of having, say, characters walk completely off frame, they'll just walk outside of the oh, bit that's going to make the, TV. the square. So, yeah. when with Buffy, they've taken the whole film and used the entire widescreen. And there's a great bit in the last episode of season uh, one, I think. Have you seen this? I, I've read about this. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. You can find it on YouTube. It's, um, it's like a comparison between the original, the 4x3 and the widescreen. And the master... He's like, Buffy's like talking to him. She turns around and looks back and he's meant to be gone. But he's just sort of shifted just outside of the 4 by 3 So he's still in frame, just off to the side in the in the HD transfer. It's fucking weird. It's so bad. That's great. And just I mean, no one paying cool, attention but... to what they're doing anyway. Yeah. Okay. I have one more question for you with Cuphead. Have you yes. got, had a favourite boss at this stage? Ooh. I really like uh, Threaten and Zeppelin. The, um, the, it's like the side-scroller shooty one. Where you're from in the, the first um, world? From the first world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the moon lady. The moon lady with like the um the star signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is a good you. one. I really like that one. Um, it was tough, but I... Re- when we played that first Oh, time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I came back to it and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It took me a little while and I was like, I got this now. Um, I really like the design of the... um Because I, I'm a, a bit of like a theme park nerd and I like like looking at roller coasters and things like that. Um, But the one... There's one in the second world that revolves around being on a roller coaster and it's kind of interesting the way they do it cool uh, and that background stuff that they've done for some of the um, some of the other boss fights as well there's like a genie or lamp one the background of that one it's, it's oh, awesome oh yeah I remember hearing like you say spinning, that on the podcast yeah it's amazing I love very it very cool um, but yeah Cuphead's great I adore it I'm going to keep plugging away at it I'm determined to finish it that's my like my uh, my aim for the year is I'm going to I'm going to finish that game so <laughs> it's March at the moment so you've got plenty of time yeah exactly but see we say that is in May I know, oh, that's I, true too it's, yeah I know I'm, yeah I'm, aim for May it's oh <laughs> man okay you can do it I believe you okay do it. cool yeah I'm just gonna go on record on a podcast that people listen to and say that I'm gonna put yep. a time frame on it good awesome um but apart from that uh speaking of I guess of like you know other like throwback games and, and throwback television shows and stuff like that uh, this week, Burnout Paradise Remastered came out. Oh, is that out already? Yes. Mm-hmm. It what is was out. the turnaround from announcement to to release? About like, a month two... and a half or so. Oh, yeah. really unless, you, unless you count the league. Which oh, was actually, yeah, the league. A, a, like a couple of months, I think. Sure. Then, like, official announcement to release was like maybe a few like a month These days, time. leaks are the official it, announcement. Exactly, right? That's well, how we'll, all we'll games are announced. We will touch back on that soon, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, at least it wasn't a two-year leak. Uh, no, like something else we'll talk that's about. why the Smash reveal was so amazing. Like we knew it was coming. It was probably that's true. It did leak though, didn't it? It did. Emily leak. Rogers was pretty like convinced it was happening. Emily Rogers it? and there was another. I think it was another like figure on Twitter was also like it wasn't a lunch. No, it wasn't her. No, they, was. they basically posted a tweet going, "I hope, I hope this direct doesn't smash the server." Oh, I did oh, see that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, hint. Yeah, and like another guy like posted a bunch of tweets that sort of alluded to Smash coming. So, right. but even then, like. You're, even if you 
smashes special and you're like, it's not coming. It's like, no, no I out, thought it was not, coming that direction. Not outside of E3. I, I I've watched so didn't. many React videos to that because no there's one a, fucking saw that coming. There's a huge compilation of that. I need to watch one of those. I actually, oh my God. I, but the thing was, like, you guys were saying, just to go off, off, off course here for a little second. I'm an like, expert at this uh, sidetracking, by the way. Totally this, 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 this is hunting seasons. You're, you're in good company. Yeah, <laughs> we're notorious for it. Um, you've seen episodes, like, in, like, probably in, like, four or five little parts. Um... <laughs> over like a driving you know, to six work, hour driving trip, to yeah. lunch, driving back to work, <laughs> yeah, driving home. Much. That's how I was doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So, uh, I you guys, as soon as the, the trailer started, it took, didn't take you very long to figure out that it was Smash. I figured out, re- yeah, reasonably early, just because of how slick it was. it was. That thing where it's like, oh, it's more Splatoon. Wait, Splatoon one. Why? And then when it was the two of them fighting, and I was, it was just all the things of like we've been waiting for them to come in. It was so slick and like what. Could, Oh, this is going to be a smash trailer. This I, looks like a smash trailer to so me. That's the thing. I I had tuned out. Oh, not not tuned out, but I was like, oh, cool. And in my head, I thought it was like, oh, they're doing like a Splatoon animated series. Like that was my yeah. mind. And then and then I got right up to the part with the reflection in the eye, and I audibly gasped, like I was in like a like a like a theater audience. I was like, oh, like yeah. this on the couch by myself, and then like started fist pumping and clapping. And it was, yeah, that's the beautiful thing about all the reactions, though, is even the people who are pretty sure they know what it's going to be, as soon as they see the Smash logo in the, the eye, they all are just like go crazy. It's the confirmation they, of it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's such a really good reveal. It's such a great trailer that mm-hmm. one, and it's going to be such a quick turnaround on the hype cycle this time as well. Not like when they used to announce Smash and Sakurai would be like in the dojo. What? I haven't been called yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. We're working on a smash. Good God. Cool, I'm, con- I'm convinced this is going to be... We're not going to have a huge release of like, here are all the new characters and stuff that are coming beforehand. I think we're going to have a couple like, maybe like a, a what, Shovel Knight and, yep. and things. And I imagine it's going to be a lot like they've done... Because of how early they're releasing this as of well. Course. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a, like Splatoon 2 has been. Or like Splatoon 1 as well. And be a games as a service thing, and it's just going to try Absolutely. and last the entire Switch lifecycle. So there'll be new characters every three, three to four months, like yep. he's on Overwatch sort of thing. Yep, and that's going to be sweet. I am so on board. I agree with you. I'm so on board I, for that. One hundred percent won't be surprised if it's just called Super Smash Bros. Yep. Like, yeah, I would love that. It's a platform, and it's, a, it's like yeah. this is it. I'd be up because like the Wii U version of Smash. That's it. Still is good. It still runs really well. The question is how how does this like it's so packed full of stuff the. <sighs> It Brawl was anyway, but then you look at the Wii U version. What's is like 50 plus? The, whether it's the roster, the maps, the soundtracks, the trophies, too, the everything. About... It's ridiculously jam-packed. You can't really keep beating that by making it bigger every time. I think no. you just got to sort of make if, it a service. If the rumours are true about like it uh, having like some of the 3DS stuff as well, like... Yeah, yeah, from yeah, the 3DS yeah. thing, like that. That's more content on top of all that. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like, like it's... what else can you add to it apart from a story mode? But I think the idea is, especially because it's becoming like I don't follow much fighting stuff, especially Eva or anything like that. But the fighting side of of Smash has been getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. If it's a constantly evolving, being patched, being like Overwatch is being um, rebalanced, being nerfed and buffed, and yep. getting new characters and stuff all the time, the interest keeps going, and it will just kill it in the competitive scene because yeah. you think we'll get our own Smash Brothers League I don't know about a league but I think you'll just see there'll be lots of stuff going on Twitch for it even more yeah. than before there'll be heaps of resources dedicated to this constantly evolving community and game you know what I mean invitationals it'll, and things like that it'll happen yeah. on its own Nintendo would barely have to be involved yeah true and the community itself would just build around it if they because that's the problem with I think you were saying on a previous podcast the current version is that they've sort of stopped balancing it yeah so everyone's just playing Bayonetta and 
cloud, yeah, it's right? Just and cloud. <laughs> they're having to decide, well, should we just get rid of Bayonetta because she's becoming too much too OP? Exactly. So if they're constant, if there's just stuff, like you look at, I don't know about you, I follow a bunch of channels on Overwatch. I play get to play Overwatch maybe once or <laughs> twice a week if I'm lucky, and I love it to death. Yep. I follow channels about it all the time because I love. Of Everything that, anyway. This, 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 this is how I am with Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, PS, nerf Android 16, you assholes. Oh, is <laughs> he's, he OP, is he? He's, if you watch him play, like, he just has so many things he can just link together almost flawlessly. Oh, really? And just sort of juggle you to death. But, um, yeah, well, because, and that's why it's weird to think that this Evo could be the last Smash Wii U one. Because Smash Melee yeah. is essentially immortal at this point. And you have to wonder, like... For, for better or worse, mm. even. Like, yeah, it's, I yeah. mean, Wii U's community is still there, but... The melee community is... They're not changing. And melee, sure. melee can exist just like it, Street Fighter 2 has, though. Street Fighter 2 will always be that. Yeah. You know, it was part of an era. It's looked at with a great nostalgia. It's, you know... Yeah. It, it offers a lot to people who are into that thing. Yeah. It can be there and not go away. The it's main fun. difference becomes, like... Because Street Fighter 5 has taken Street Fighter's place. And, like, the Evo lineup, it's like... All it's taken games, Street Fighter 4's place. But yeah. you could still... Maybe not Evo, but 2 could show up anywhere all the yeah. time. And people would be like, oh, yeah, Street Fighter 2 tournament. It's just weird when you see, like... Bust out the I, I keep going to controls. Evo because yeah. they're, like... Yeah. They're, like, the fighting tournament. Mm. And, like, yeah, the Evo lineup, you're like, oh, yeah, two Smash Bros. games, okay. And then yeah. you've got, like, the three uh, Arc System Works games. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I don't think Nintendo... I don't, I'd be curious to see how those will look when this is out on Switch. So... <laughs> No, it's fine. We encouraged it as well, and we 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 fully took the bait and okay, ran cool. with it as well. That's cool. it, you. You are not to blame there. <laughs> um, we're notorious for it as well. Uh, yeah, Burnout Paradise. It, look, it's it, it's Burnout Paradise. If you ever played it, it's really great. Is it Is buggy? It, I haven't noticed many bugs. I thought because I saw again. I haven't played it. Yeah, I was surfing reset era. I saw a thread saying apparently so it's full of bugs, or at least a lot, as a, a lot of bugs. And EA is not really acknowledging it, so I'm curious if it's going to happen. The only bug that I can think of off the top of my head, I've played a fair bit of it, like not heaps, but um, was that I came back from like I wrecked my car, and when like in Burnout Paradise, if you've not played it, when you wreck your car, it goes into like slow motion, and it's like. Satisfying car crash, like, <laughs> like, like the, the opposite Even of death car, is fun in that game. Cool. The yeah. opposite of like shiny new car porn is like the like the inverse of that of like crumpling slow motion. It's, it's, it's gold like porn. I was just thinking is like in uh, the new Mortal Kombat games where you get to see yeah. like the yeah, like the X-ray the, moves. X-ray yeah, moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that. You see, like, and, and it's it's a fatality for a car, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're you're to blame. <laughs> Personally, I'm to blame. It's only going to hurt you in the long run. Um, totality <laughs> yeah so it's uh and then like everything like all the the music around like that's playing and the sound effects will sort of mute slightly a little bit like and go a little bit dull like you're standing outside oh, yeah, a yeah. club i'm yeah trying to oh, think the, the official term for it but um but yeah when i came back from it and my car went back on the road the music didn't come back properly it was, it was still, still like that's weird weird it was still like i was standing outside a club oh, and the music was right. playing, like, and like you could hear like... someone's headphones that they're wearing right yeah 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 exactly yeah. it's like, no, the, like the faint thump of like music and i'm gotcha. like okay cool it's a little bit dull and then so i restarted the game and it was fine yeah um apart from that i had no problems okay. i've had some pretty funny crashes where like things have happened that have been really really funny and the crash camera on it's really good it knows exactly what to focus on at certain points and like there's been some amazing framing shots of like it'll like flip through the air and then like land and then it'll cut to a side on view and the car will just like slide through shot from one side to the other <laughs> and I was like this is great like, it, this is really entertaining to watch um, and I think it's the fun of the burnout games um, 
just watching the, how can I fuck this car up as much as I can? Um, and also, like, I, I love taking down other enemies as well because there's all the takedown modes and things, like different races. The way it works is it's sort of like a, a it's kind of like the world is like a hub world. Like the city is a hub world that you can just drive around and start races from. Every the, the whole thing is every like intersection. it's open world. Yeah. Oh, cool. Every intersection is a is a new race. So you rock, you could drive through it, and you'll, it'll pop up and say, oh. say race. And if you wanted to do just like a normal race, you'd stop there and hold brake and accelerator and spin your wheels, and it would start that. It would trigger that. Huh, event. That's cool. And then go. All right, you're here. You need to get to the top of the map. Go. Doesn't give you any barriers or anything. It's like you. So you have to learn the city and learn yeah. the place uh, and, and, and like where all the shortcuts are, which there are plenty of. Um, that are sig- some of them are, are signaled by like um, like chain wire fence gates with like yellow warning signs on them, uh, and they're a collectible. So if you smash through them, it'll be like you just found a smash gate. And there's like four hundred of them throughout the oh, game. Oh god! Um, so like four hundred. They they're they're easy to find, and there are a lot of them. Oh wow! So uh, I guess smashing things is fun. So. Exactly, That's which true. brings me to our next point because there's also billboards which are collectibles. So you'll find them uh, throughout the world, and they usually you'll see them, and you'll go. Oh, it's up there. How do I get up there? And how do I ramp off that to get that that specific billboard? Uh, and you'll drive around. And you'll be like, ah, oh, there's like a ramp here. Usually signified by like one of those smash gates. You'll go through that and then boost off the ramp and through this uh, particular billboard. And it'll be like, yeah, billboard collected. Um, the cars themselves, I didn't actually remember this from when I used to, when I played it originally. Uh, they almost have like classes. Well, they they do have classes, but they have different almost abilities. So there's your general, like, you start off with a stunt car, basically, uh, which is fairly strong, like, in terms of, like, its, uh, like, damage you can take. It does okay with speed, and it does okay with, I think, handling is the other uh, stat that it has. It's, like, three stats. Um, but it's, it's a stunt car. So the more you do stunts and drive well, you get more boost uh, that you can use, which is right. pretty important because burnout's all about going oh, fast. Okay. Um, and then there are other ones called aggression cars, which you get your boost will fill up more so when you take down other enemies, like right. to, uh, either drives on the road or just cause general mayhem. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. So this is like an, okay, translate this something I can understand, like an Overwatch where you're building up your uh, ultimate and de- depending on the character depends on the sort of thing you're going to yeah, help yeah. to boost that. Exactly. It's funny that a lot of games sort of just went to the attack, defense, mm-hmm. tank, support yeah. stuff. And like the, the interesting one is like speed. So like speed cars, you can't, like the other two you can use your boost at any time. Right. Um, just by hitting X. The speed one, you have to fill your bar completely. And then once you activate it, you either use it all then or you have to wait for it to fill up again. Wow. But if you use it all, it triggers a burnout. And if you, in the time that you're using it, if you're doing cool shit while you're using that stuff, it'll fill up immediately and it'll start oh, a burnout chain. That's really cool. So you like chain up like these boosts of speed and it's so speed cars be for people who are really good at like that's like yeah, the advanced yeah. level for... and, and also too if you like depending on what kind of race you're doing because there's different yeah. types of races like your, your general races there's road rage which is all about taking down enemies mm-hmm. um so it'll be like you need to smash three cars in this race and I, i've done that in the first 10 seconds because it's my favorite game mode nice. um so i think my record was i needed to do four and i ended up by the end of the two minutes that i had i i crashed i think 22. <laughs> um, Overkill. So, yeah, pretty much. And it, it gives you, like, things like that. It'll be, like, two in a row, three in a row, rampage, and nice. mayhem. And it's, like, it's very over the top. Um, and then there's also uh, Marked Man, which is basically these, like, heavy cars that will chase after you and try and run you off the road. 
and if you wreck your car too many times, it's game over, and you've got to get to a certain right. point before that happens. Um, and then there's also like the Showtime stuff as well, which is all about like doing your crash, um, like crashing as much as you can, and like into like an intersection basically and blowing things up. Um, like from some of the other game modes of Burnout, I don't know how to trigger those yet myself because it's part of the online stuff because uh. it's essentially all kind of online. But not really. You can still play it in offline and set times and all that sort of stuff as well. And then when you connect online, it will update those as well. Look, I've read a few articles about like how Burnout Paradise was a little bit of ahead of its time yeah. in terms of the game. Um, and it's really cool that we do have like a, a modern version we can play. Uh, negatives, textures aren't great for a remaster. I've yeah. heard it was it was probably a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Like they won't so spend much time on it. I'm not too upset by that because they're of the things in the game that you're looking at they're the things that are going by at like a hundred thousand kilometers sure an hour oh so like environmental textures environmental stuff okay. the cars look good yeah like really good like quite nice uh, even um and they're the things you're obviously focusing on the most yeah um the other thing too is you can't change from miles per hour to kilometers Oh, jeez. Yeah. garbage and I, I actually remember that being a thing from the original game and that's such a weird thing well. though like yep. it's there wasn't Almost an option every racing game has that. Yep. Uh, and this one has oh, it. Uh, but it also, it comes with all the DLC as well. So you can get these like supercars right at, right at the gate, which is, you know, for better or worse, a good thing. Um, oh, and collecting cars as well. You get it for like leveling up your license. Every time you level up your license, you'll get a new car. But you'll do specific races and at the end it'll say, hey, this car's out in the streets now driving around. If you see it, wreck it and it's yours. So, like, you'll be driving by and you'll see this car just zip by and you're like, you turn, go after it and try and take it off the road. That's cool. I did one by accident. I turned a corner and the car happened to be turning at the same <laughs> time and it just flipped over me. And I'm like, oh, I got a new car. Cool. <laughs> um, which is great. Uh, so I kind of like that kind of uh, Pokemon collecting yeah. element to it as well. I know a lot of other Criterion games in particular have done that with their racing stuff. I know the Most Wanted remake did the same thing where you'd go and try and find cars in the world. They'd be hidden somewhere. Yeah. And you'd like find them and then you'd pull up next to them and then you'd get that car. It was a little bit easier that way. Um, but yeah, it's great. I really enjoy it. You should go and get it. Yes. Uh, I do this sometimes, by the way. It's just like, I don't want to interrupt, but I just want to yes, ask something. Gorgeous. Thank you. Because uh, so this is a remaster, not a remake. So it's the mm-hmm. same code, but they've just updated the game. Pretty much, yeah. So this is from PS3, Xbox 360 era, was it? Yes. Yes. Does it. Do the crashes, because obviously the crashes are a big part of it. You talked about mm-hmm. how the like environmental textures are so-so. Yep. Do the crashes, are they updated in any way? Are they basically the same? Are, do they hold up? I think if they haven't, like, I don't think they've been, like, messed with too much. They haven't to added more I don't particle effect things. I or... don't think so. Maybe, yeah. like, some PC stuff that, like, the, the newer consoles could handle, like, yeah. in that code. Um, but they're oh, still right, yeah. satisfying. They're still really satisfying to watch. Okay, cool. Like it's enough that you get the point across as like, oh man, that car is meh. And you'll, you'll get points as well where like um you'll flip your car basically, and if it lands up the right way, you'll get a drive away. So you can still drive away with it, mm. which is kind of funny. That is cool. Um, it still takes it like takes a little bit of time for you to gain your speed back and for it to load up again. Eventually, not load up, but like cut back to you playing the game. Um, but yeah, it's I mean it's really cheap on PSN. It's the cheapest. Even including like uh, retail prices, it's forty seven ninety five. I think the cheapest I saw it in store was forty eight dollars for a disc wow, copy. Wow, okay. It's only about eight gig to download, so it's I mean, not a... it is a last generation game. Exactly, so it's, it helps. It's not uh, overly taxing. So I actually I bought it 
the 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 day before it came out, I bought it at like six o'clock that night, and then I had to go out and do some stuff. And I came home at midnight, and it was downloaded and ready to go. And I was like, sweet, get down and play some Burnout. The um, digital future, exactly. I, that's things like that have definitely got me on board with that. I have Forza Horizon Three downloaded and sitting down. I haven't touched it once. Don't even. I've talk, had it for two months. Don't even talk to I me about. I haven't touched the damn thing. Don't even talk to me about how long it took me to fucking download but, <laughs> like Forza Horizon Three on my trash internet. Oh, my NBN had downloaded fine. That was yeah, quick, no, as, great. quick as can be. Great. I just haven't touched the stupid thing. I bet. It, I bet it wasn't. Yes. I bet it wasn't two and a half days. Oh, no, that's straight. Bad. No, it was about an hour with a hardwired connection to the Xbox. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, burnout. Great. Uh, nice thing I've been playing. <laughs> Uh, I picked up a game called Flint Hook, which I'd heard a little bit about. Um, I just, I actually, the, the way I found out about this game, I saw it advertised on the Yeti when I was buying my Cuphead t-shirt that's on its way in the mail. You said, you you called that two weeks ago, I think, oh, you were going to get a Cuphead shirt. Yep, right. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, I've, uh, I already have one. Oh, it's coming in the mail. It should be here very soon. Um, but I saw like Flint Hook up in the, the indie game section of the Yeti and I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. And then... Uh, I watched it. I think I saw a trailer for it. And I was like, I'll have a look at it. I was like, that looks interesting. Uh, and then like three days later, it came out on the Switch. Um, it's been out on PC for a while now, I think. It has. Um, but yeah, basically, you're a space pirate and you get to go in like board ships trying to track down bounties of these bad other space pirates, basically, to get get a whole bunch of money. And the way the game plays out, it's like a side-scrolling Metroidvania roguelike. And I know those are all buzzwords that people hate, <laughs> but... It's the, I guess the the easiest way to to, just, to describe it in a, a single word or sentence. A hand, hand up question here again. It, I hear I obviously have not played enough roguelikes. I keep hearing the term roguelike. This is where I'm the TV guy, not the video game. What does okay. roguelike mean? So like like like, there's roguelikes and roguelites as well. Okay. So I think this is more of a roguelite where it takes elements of like sort of. Um, the basic rules of a roguelike are like permadeath. So, like once you once your character dies at that run, you go back to the start. Right. Usually, gotcha. it's permadeath and some degree of like random generation. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, like procedurally generated. So, procedurally generated, and there's a permadeath element to it. Okay, gotcha. Usually, if you hear someone these days talking about like a roguelike yep. or a roguelite, it's especially me. Like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. So. The way this works too is like you've got like this cool grappling hook, and there's like hooks all around the stages that you can use to hook yourself around. You've also got a, uh, a time belt that you can slow down time as well. If enemies are firing a lot of bullets, you can sort of like use that to sort of strategically dodge your way through or even like hook yourself through certain areas. Um, you've got like a little blaster gun as well that you can defend yourself with. Um, and you go through these um, different pirate ships, which are the stages. That Each stage is like a pirate ship. Um, so you'll pick your, your bounty you're going for. So I've only got one unlocked at the moment. Uh, and you have to try and get three little gems to feed to your little goo compass. This sounds weird. I will show you. It sounds very weird. I'm going to show you guys a trailer once we finish, just for, you know, for comparison's sake. For you at home, go and look up the trailer for Flint Hook um, or the opening set, like the intro video for it. It's really great. It's it's, it's almost like a Saturday morning cartoon uh, and really great sort of like 16-bit art style. And, um, and yeah, so you get these little things uh, once you find like a big treasure chest in the, in the pirate ship you'll get like a, a token and it'll be like, oh, only two more now to get to the the bounty you need to fight. I've gotten to the first bounty once um, and it's basically a boss fight. So right. it, it culminates in a boss fight. And then once you beat that, I think you unlock the next one. Um, there's like daily challenges as well. So like you can do every day, there's like a, a new challenge run that you can do. Um, 
there's constant progression as well. So not not only do you have like your progression within each run, yeah, there are things you can unlock. Uh, sort of like, I guess, perks that you can unlock to give yourself like... That stick around even yeah. after you die. Well, the, the, the perks are like, you have like a XP bar, like a bar that you can, like a action points bar, I guess I guess you could say, where it's like, you can use all these different skills, but it'll take up these amounts of points on your bar. Oh, so you can, oh, so you can sort of set what your... Yeah, so it'll be like, you get like more XP, but that'll take up three slots. Gotcha, yeah. And then you get like, you know, gain more gold from enemies that'll take up two slots. And you can unlock stuff like that. Um, My brain went to materia slots for some reason. Don't know why. But, anyway, <laughs> um, but there's also a lot of um, uh, like constant progression as well. So you've got other permanent unlocks, like you were talking about, yeah. where you can unlock once you unlock the uh, called the black market. Basically, you can use that to upgrade yourself permanently. So more health, get more XP gain to sort of level up more. Um, but yeah, it's really charming. It's really fun. I'm having a real ball with it. Uh, I've, I played a lot over the weekend because I went back to Bendigo. So when, every time I do that, I take my switch. So exactly. (laughs) It lives with me when I go on the road. So, um, but yeah, it's really interesting, really fun. I'll probably talk about it again in the future, but yeah, really cool. Uh, but I think that's it for me. I played something else, but I haven't really played enough of it yet to really give, I'm enjoying it, but to give myself an opinion on it yet. So, um, yeah, Kyron, you up? Yes. I played... One game mostly this week. Yep. I played a bit of... I picked up Witcher, dirt cheap, Ooh. at uh, my workplace, because it was 30 bucks. Witcher That's 1? 3. Oh, okay, cool. Cause it, so 30 bucks would got me, like, Witcher 3 and all the DLCs, so that's... Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's a good yeah, deal. A good if it, deal. I don't know if it's still available, but if it is and you see it, get it. Oof. And then write off, like, 100 hours of your life. <laughs> I, but, mm. uh... The no, game... no, I run up zero hours in my life, so I don't have the time to play the games I already own, let alone start a 100-hour game. I, I, I the Witcher to it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to lose? Uh, but what I have mostly been playing this week is a game called Dundara. Yeah, Dundara. Dundara? Yeah. Dundara, yeah. So, okay, so this is a game I was actually pretty excited about. I'm not sure if... I may have even mentioned it a few weeks ago. I think we both did, yeah, because we were both interested in playing it. It was, it was like, we were going through, like, the Indies coming up on Switch, and this one yep. was on my list. Because it's a Metroidvania, and I do love Metroidvanias. And I thought the mechanics in the trailer looked interesting. It was all about sort of bouncing off walls. Mm. So it looked cool in motion watching the character like bounce from like the floor to the wall and then the roof and sort of jumping around like that. It was cool. <laughs> I, I, I love that side. I always love a side like that. Then I played it. And <laughs> look, it's not bad. Uh, the main issue that I have because the mechanics are as I described them but the the freedom you have of where you can actually jump to is limited by like white floor tiles like white marks on the ground like you can you can jump there oh so you've got limited areas where you can sort of and you aim with the left joystick Uh in like a cone like a 90 degree cone and you can sort of launch you can't reach super far and all of this raised questions for me I was like huh this is interesting, and you can play a touchscreen. You can use the touchscreen to sort of aim your your yep. jump. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is seeming very mobile, yeah. Right? And it is on mobile phones, yes. Uh, so this is a Metroidvania made for mobile phones. I, I it believe it was like. day and date as well yes. with the Switch release. So I'm not hating the game. I th- honestly think a lot of it's really interesting. It's pretty unique, and it, it seems to be rooted in some like Brazilian culture, which is different. Like oh, that's I'm cool. That's yeah, awesome. I'm like I'm running into characters I'm like. Google their names. I'm like, Brazil, this is different. This cool. is new. But uh, I don't know much about the story at this point. All I know is I can jump off walls and roofs and stuff. And uh, 
it's not it's not really doing it for me yet. I had a boss fight against like a giant floating face in a square room where I had free movement there, like jumping from any wall to roof and all that. But it's just the process of like aiming and launching yourself and then like to fire your gun you have to hold the button down and then aim with the stick as well like the right stick, I think, and if you do, if you just tap a button, you won't shoot. Like you have to hold it for a little bit to shoot anything, and I just don't like that. So you're gonna oh, charge, it. You're gonna charge yeah. it at like at least a split second to fire. Huh. And I'm like, I don't know. Like it's tricky when you're sort of juggling, aiming where you're jumping, and then yeah. trying to shoot and then move again because a lot of your enemies have range attacks; so they can shoot towards you. Do you so know if there's any like progression for like upgrades so, to the gun? So there is. Okay, you do like killing enemies get you like. Like, XP points is the best way to call them. Like they're like they look it looks like salt, but okay. you essentially go to camps with bonfires, a la Dark Souls, and you sit there and you can level up like your health. Uh, you get like little healing flasks. You can level up to have more of them. I picked up a missile upgrade because it's a Metroidvania, so that's going to be a you thing. Gotta have the missiles, yeah, yeah. So I knew that you can upgrade them as well. So there is upgrading in there, but just so much of my time is spent wrestling with the controls and it's sort of mm. making it hard to get into which sucks because everything about the game is interesting it looked good it looks cool yeah. uh, again like the brazilian culture stuff is really interesting and metroidvania is is my is my thing but i can't get there and i don't know if i'm going to continue it seeing it on mobile everything makes sense yeah i just checked Venice on the google play store for like 23 dollars yeah of course, it's expensive for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like it is a fully featured game. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's the thing. It like, was it was like nineteen dollars on the Switch. Exactly. So like <laughs> wow. the fact that you know you go, oh, it's ninety bucks on the Switch is fine, but you look at it on mobile and you're like, oh, if, even if it wasn't the same price, it's like nineteen dollars for a mobile game. Oh. And yeah, like I said, you can play it on Switch with the touch controls. Yeah, like you would play it on a mobile phone. Have you tried just I, doing that extensively? I haven't, but because I, I feel like I need to like take the Joy Cons off. Yeah. And I just, I just, no, I've got. You get a little tablet. No, no. Just try it. Just see. What, maybe <laughs> I mean, it I might feel better. I might try it after the podcast. But I, again, I'm also weird with touch input. Just okay. Let me use my controls and my. Car is not a touchy person. <laughs> no, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just bad, right? <laughs> True. So I, I've been trying, uh, you know, to. Uh, so I, I'm definitely the one who flies the flag for mobile touch games here on this podcast, for certain. Um, but yeah, no, it's a shame. I was interested in maybe playing it as well, but you can, uh, yeah, definitely try it out. I'll give you my switch. We'll slot it in because it's that easy. Eee. But uh, I will try to keep playing it. But it's, I have to hope these controls will make sense. They just don't feel like they're as responsive as I want. Yeah, like there are certain limitations. Yeah, on like how far you can jump, where you can jump, and how quickly you've got to like wrestle, shooting, and jumping in some situations. It just gets a bit frustrating. But like it, the game looks good. The studio's done a good job with like sort of choosing original settings and all that. Okay. The art style yeah. looks really yeah, good. Yeah, art style's interesting. Yeah. It's got good HD rumble, like that you feel <sighs> that, which again is a feature I love the Switch sort of has. I can't believe, like, the HD, HD rumble is a thing that we looked at in the Switch. That is so dumb. Oh, you can feel the ice cubes. But, like, in when you feel it, and you, it's used well in games, and it's fucking incredible. I do, mm. st- even even if it wasn't for all that, I do give it a pass because I've never played a handheld with, <laughs> with the rumble before. True, yeah. That's a so that's a weird thing for me, but, uh, yeah, it's, I'll try and plug away at it, but it's not really getting getting there yet for me yeah. sadly that's a shame again when there's so many big games coming out exactly yeah that's the thing it's hard to like if you're not enjoying a game don't waste your time with it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I'm learning that too it's, it's tough it's not like you're actually like officially reviewing it it's not like you got a, a, a review copy of it or anything like that or I have to finish stuff yeah oh that's true yeah the the, the sense of uh, accomplishment of finishing it is um 
yeah, always good. But alrighty, was there anything else this week? No, not really. Not really. I'm sort of preparing for the onslaught that is the next few months. Yeah, don't tell me about it. <laughs> oh god, I don't even want to think about it. But Rod, what have you been playing? Well, one of the downsides of doing a podcast about television shows <laughs> is that you have to watch a shit ton. Sorry, can you swear on this podcast? Oh, absolutely. Good. A shit ton Bro, of you, television. You know I know. Me. Like, it's, <laughs> I even if we couldn't, I still would. That's true. Yeah. Um, I have to watch a lot of television. So, like, the last few weeks, I've been watching 13 episode seasons of The Wire, 13 episode seasons of uh, Jessica Jones, stuff like this. So. Gaming has been, unfortunately, a little bit of a backseat. I did have a nice run at the start of the year. I got to play some Battlefield 2. Uh, some... What else did I play? A lot of Zelda, a lot of Mario. Lovely. Things that you guys have played a lot of. Obviously, Overwatch, I'm playing whenever I can. I'm super excited for Brigida to finally get into the game. Yeah. I love her design. I love the idea of her. I want... I just want to get good with Brigida. She's very... She seems very familiar to your... Uh... DVD I play character as well. She yeah, she's a lot like Opal, which yes, is cool, which is great. Um, she's a dwarf uh, barbarian. Yeah, I love her. Yep. Um, and she also just because I like playing tanks and healers a lot, yep. so a tank healer sort of, fits me to the yep, ground. Yep. Um, and then I also had been playing. I got into Monster Hunter mm-hmm. Worlds mainly out of your guys' recommendation because you were so excited about it. I I tracked one down. They were impossible to find at the time. Yep. It was the uh, Yakuza Six, uh, Yakuza Zero of this year, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I got as far as I'm up, just gotten up to the Rotten Vale or whatever it's called. Ah, uh, yep, the Rotten Vale, yeah, Rotten Vale, and that's not really. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I haven't touched in a while. Yep. But I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm going with the hammer. Um, nice, nice. I haven't once failed a mission yet. I don't know whether it's getting a lot harder or not. Or, but yeah, I'm enjoying that for the most part. But the thing I've been playing this week... Oh, I did play Celeste as well. Oh, Celeste. And okay, so should we should we talk a little bit about Celeste? Well, yeah, because when I finished Celeste a few weeks ago, yeah. we, were, we were packed. We didn't really so we didn't come really back touch to it. On it. So, I think it's got an ending that's worth coming back to, like the last... Absolutely. I think I get... I don't get, like, the 10 out of 10, but I get... No, I don't get the 10 out of 10 either. I get, I get the high praise for the storyline as well, I uh, think. I deserves high praise. The 10 out of 10 review that I reflect back on is the IGN one. Yeah. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10 review, and that... I watched that review. I don't usually watch IGN stuff, but I saw that, and I watched it on YouTube. And it's a really well put together to review, but the guy... It's a little hyperbolic. It's okay. a little... And that's, a, and that's an IGN problem, I find. Yeah. Is it? They used to be really hard to get a town of IGN, and that I doesn't... I don't, is that not the case anymore? It doesn't seem like it, but again, like, I don't see them really throwing around tens, but almost any of their reviews, if, I, if I'm watching it or read, what, reading it, it sort of goes... Is it a 10, though? Or is it, a, is it, is it actually a 9? Yeah. Or is it meant yeah. to be a bit lower? Was IGN the one that gave Alpha Sapphire uh, Omega Ruby oh, for seven, too much water? Yeah. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, 7 out of 10, too much water. Too much yeah. water. Yeah, right. Um, Celeste, but I love those sort of fast-paced, um, Twitch-based platformers. Like I'm a big Pixel fan. Perfect Pixel Perfect platformers. Yeah. You're right. Yep. So Super Moot Boy, I really enjoyed back in the day. I've been playing Mario since I was knee to a grasshopper. Yep. Platformers are my jam. Yeah. Um, I remember me- I started playing it, and I, I didn't know that you were playing it, and I messaged you, I'm like, have you checked out Celeste yet? I feel like it's something, you're like, I'm already playing it, I'm, already, <laughs> I'm three worlds in, I'm, I'm like, good, <laughs> I thought so, I just wanted to make sure. I wasn't going to, I remember seeing it when they announced in the Direct, Nintendo Direct for it, and thinking, I was like, okay, and a lot of people were saying they were impressed by it, and then all of a sudden I just started seeing the reactions to people playing it, and yep. a lot of them were like, this is such a great game. Yeah. So I was like, I better give it a go. And it is, it's a, it's a great game, it's not Tower 10, it's got... 
I think some pacing issues or a few mechanics that stick around longer than they should. Okay. Like they just, they outstay their way, welcome a little bit. Like uh, which one in particular? Uh, some of the ones with the bubbles. Okay, um, yeah, I just yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I've, u- I, I've used that mechanic for long enough that I'm like... Honestly, I kind of felt that way about most of the stages, really. They're a little bit too long. I think I agree with that. Okay. I think there is a lot of them I felt like... Because there's a sense of accomplishment every time you finish one of those worlds, and every every stage, like every screen, almost is a challenge and an accomplishment to get through it. Yeah. And sometimes it just felt like I feel like this should have ended a few a little a few screens earlier, okay, like yeah. ten to twelve screens earlier, and I would have just felt it just would have been paced a bit better. I'm get I I shouldn't be getting to the end of the world and going I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah. yeah. Like, like getting exhausted by the mechanic. Like for me. My favorite, it's not the same game, obviously, but I love the Portal games. Right. And Portal 2, I think, might be, it's probably my top five games of all time. From a writing level and an art design level, and then from a gameplay level. I love that. And what's great about those mechanics, unfortunately, the the thing with that mechanic is, that game is, some of the mechanics don't stick around long enough. Okay. But I'd rather be left wanting, like, rather be left wanting more, because then I can go and play the the co-op mode or yeah. play other people's test of chambers course. or whatever or just replay the game do you, and do some of the challenge modes. You said something about like I shouldn't be getting to the end of a world and feeling exhausted. Yeah. Do you feel that might be slightly intentional in terms of the, like the context of the story? I uh, I mean it probably isn't. I don't think so. No. I understand what you're saying because are we going to allowed to talk spoilers? Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah if you're interested in playing uh, Celeste for the story um, which you probably should be. You should. It's, 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 it's a big feature of it. Um, so, yeah, skip ahead. Uh, we'll have time codes in the description. You can skip ahead. Uh, and you have been warned. Be- oh, say I, I like that. I do. It's always, it's always <laughs> a slight call out oh. to you every time I do that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it's weird it's become my catchphrase. That's cool. <laughs> the ominous. Oh, it is ominous, isn't it? I make sure people know. I don't want them to think. I don't yeah. want excuses that I got you got spoiled. And it's shit. the way the way you deliver it is great as well. It's like you have been warned. That's it, buddy. Like, yep, that's, that's you're it. crossing the line. Respect the spoilers. Sure. Like I hate having things spoiled, so yeah. I, I would also want people to know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, anyway, the mm. the game centers around uh, what's the main character's name? Madeline. 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 Yeah. yeah. You and can rename it anything you want, but Madeline's I, the default. Why would you change? Yeah. yeah. And she we is revealed throughout the game. She's suffering from some form of depression and or anxiety mm-hmm. throughout it. And the sort of main antagonist in this game is herself in the form of that depression and anxiety. That part of her that um, part is the de- that part. Yeah, that is her doubting side that gets in the way of her own improvement, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so the, I understand the the thesis that if the game is getting exhausting and or is starting to wear you down, that that could be a meta yeah. or it could be the game, the mechanics working the way. But I honestly think just the challenge of each level is doing that, right? Yeah. So yeah. that 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 you look at some, you look at a screen and you go, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This is really daunting. And then you try and you try and you figure it out and eventually get through it and you feel the reward of, persisting exactly. but i don't think it's meant to wear you out i yeah. think it's because the thing that's great about the game and one of the things a lot of people have commented on is early on maybe after the second or third world there's a little screen that comes up and says be proud of your death count i mentioned this when, I, when we, talk, we first talked about it yeah which is sure. great because it's Amazing. a game where you are going to die a lot so I, many times i died a lot it's like don't a, be lot, sh- a lot a lot don't be ashamed of it be proud of it it means you're learning i died like it's, yeah just under a thousand times getting to the end of the game Mm. I died 1,500 times. Right, okay. Oh, I was probably, I think, in the 2000s. Right. Uh, 
Like I said, I'm okay at these games. And yeah, that, that, exactly. That's not amazing, by the way. But and I, I, I think it's a lot of those deaths and go. There was a lot of times I was basically just running myself into a wall, just exactly. really dumb things. And actually, your point that you made, Kyron, when you were talking about that the control, the D pad on the Switch sucks, is a hundred percent true. It is. Yeah. It's garbage. I wish I'd been because I was playing as I like to play. Majority of my time on Switch has been spent in handheld mode. Yeah. I played most of Zelda and Mario Odyssey in handheld mode. The same. I barely did any of it on the TV screen. I don't know why. I just really like playing it that way. I think that screen is just really good. It's a good screen. Really good. Yeah. Uh, it's just really fun to play play things that way. And I kept wanting to use the D pad, knowing that should mm. be the superior way. Yeah, I should have just put it in tabletop mode and started using my pro controller. Yeah, because it would have been that D pad's a million True. times the better. Pro controller, yeah. But just... I persisted with the the joystick because it ended up being the better of the two. But occasionally you get a wild flick that would yeah. send you in the wrong direction. It's like, and some of the ones towards I think I mentioned this too. That's my own fault though. Some of the things towards the end, there was one in particular where you had to like thread the needle through like spikes either side. especially the, the very stuff. last bit when you're scaling them out oh in the end which is so of, specific I sort of like that part as well I, I love that bit it was bit. great it was great but I was like I actually like it was I was on literally the, the second last screen yeah because it had like number two I think yeah. like, and I was like I'm almost there and it <laughs> drove me insane for about two hours and I had to put it down two hours wow. like, yeah and I was like I'm not I, I think I've been playing it for a while yeah, at that point. That and I was like I've got to put it down I came back to the next day and it took me like another maybe 45 minutes of like fucking around with it and I finally got it but yeah man it was just it really turned up the pressure and, and I think you were saying before about how you don't think you should feel exhausted I think it was the right type of exhaustion at the end of that that one to me is fine i didn't i yeah. agree the the, the yeah. end bit is long but it time. also it sets you up for it to be long yeah does it make sense like yep. it's with the signs the signs help a lot so yeah i'm 30 screens away from getting yeah. to the top yeah. but at least i know that and i have a the sense of progression that i'm yeah. getting above just finishing a screen is that uh, it, it sets it up and says, this is the final challenge. It's going to take you ages. I think there's even a part before the end where it zooms up to show you yeah. how far you're going to have to go. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. Like, yeah. you're going to go, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't bubbles? know if I can do this. Yeah, right. Where are my things. It's, it's amazing how, like, how well it does a great job of putting you in the shoes of, like, someone who is figuratively and literally trying to climb a mountain. Yeah. Like, it's, you know... Cause and can you, double jump. Yeah, well, there's, there's <laughs> that too as well. We triple jump towards the end as oh, well, yeah. yeah well. She gets the, the uh, her part of me self where she can do, like, triple dashes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really... I, that, that's the thing I like about it so much is the fact that it is... Like, there is a literal mountain. There is no, like... Mm. It's not... It, it is a metaphor for something, but it's not, like, oh, it, openly it, a metaphor, but... You know what um, I mean? I'm, I'm, well, it is. Yeah. It's a, it's an okay. open, literal metaphor for depression. <laughs> yeah, it's, and for, yeah, it's... And for persisting through, whether it's depression or anxiety or just challenges in general in life, and that that is worth doing. Exactly. And it's, um, it's a really good case for it. I'm actually... There are people in my life who suffer from anxiety and depression mm-hmm. who I've tried to recommend games to before that unwisely have actually been detrimental triggering of that sort of stuff oh, okay. but Celeste I don't think is that I think it's actually be, although the problem I the thing about Celeste is that because it is actually really challenging if yeah. you're not a gamer especially I, yeah. so I would love to give this to someone but you know that there's the I do know the, 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 yeah, the there are controls to change yeah. the, how hard it is and I that's interesting I've seen the game because it tells you it says hey if you're struggling with this you can change these things um, I would like to do that. I think I want that would want this person I'm speaking of specifically to start 
and see how they go. Yeah. Yep. And, and let me know yeah. if they're getting frustrated too much. I can, we can, you can go, uh, oh, hey, I implement can just, some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can hear. Can so I, I would want to set it up for them. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's really cool that those mechanics are, that to change the difficulty are yep. in the game. Uh, and the way that I, I think we, we brought this up as well, like the way that they are worded when it says that, it's like, hey, there are these, there are like difficulty options here for you. We would prefer if you played it the way that we intended yeah. it, but we understand. That yeah. not everyone has that ability. Like it's fine. Yeah, and that's and that's the way they worded it, it wasn't was like you're a dumb idiot. You can drop it down to easy. You can go easy mode, casual it. mode. It's like it's worded perfectly. And how most games, I think, should probably take that on board. There's something more degrading than starting a game and and like you're playing on normal and you feel like you're gonna have to go to easy because you're like, but I've played so many games. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. really no difficulties. Just get remind yep. me of that when we talk about the next game I've been playing as All well. Right. There's something in that as well. Okay. I want to talk right. about that. But the, um, because I agree with that statement as well. I hate that too. The, but the, that, that thesis that everything we're talking about, how they word the game is also in the story. So what I love about, if we're talking about the story and the narrative for a second, is that the other, the dark part of, of Madeline, that the, it feels like the game is setting up early on. And this is what's great story, great arc is that you don't have to defeat this thing, but ultimately she has to work with the, the, the negative side of herself and they, Finding out there's a strength to working together. They uh-huh. actually, this impulse to for self-preservation and to protect oneself is not a bad one as long as it's kept in check. Yeah. And yeah. putting those things together is actually going to be good for you. It's just learning how to how to coexist with it rather than defeat it. And it's unrealistic to even think that you can defeat it. How can you defeat yourself? That's the thing. Like, that's the the, the stuff that I've... Because, like you, I've had... I've got people in my life that have been, you know, dealing with still uh, issues like that. And, like, when you you realise that point where it's like, no, you don't find a QR, you need to find coping mechanisms to deal with things. It's, there's no, there's no be all end all cure. It's going to be something that's going to be a part of you. That is a part of you. So when you're saying about like learning to work together with it and yeah. to, to, um, use that as a, a, a positive, I guess. Yeah. In, well, that's the know. thing. It's not even just a coping mechanism necessarily that that is true. You yeah. definitely need to have systems in place, um, to deal with it when things are bad, mm-hmm. but also that sometimes I feel like, and I'm not an expert, I'm not a mental health expert, um, or anything like that. So, you know, see, see people who are actually professionals about this stuff. Absolutely. But, but it does feel like, I think what the game is saying, what I agree with is that if you can understand that this is not wholly a bad thing, that there are, that the, you can embrace that, that, that the, this impulse when harnessed correctly is actually a good thing for you. Right. You just need to learn, well, yeah, develop skills to control it better and it can actually be a positive force for you is a good thing that, you know, if you got rid of it completely, reckless behavior would be just as destructive. Of course. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's an understanding that while yes, it's an illness, it's, it doesn't define you or I don't know. There's, I, I really love just, there is a lot to the game. Um, and what it's trying to say in such a simple way. And that's why I want to share it with people because I think it's a beautifully, it's saying Absolutely. a lot more eloquently than I am right now, which is why you should go play the game and do it. It's, it's, it's very, it's very simple in its, its delivery of the, uh, of the message, but there are there is a lot you could dive into there. Well, it's in the and it's in the mechanics like too, which yeah. is why when I talk about the the worlds being a little bit too long, it's a detriment to the mechanics. Everything else is working for it, mm-hmm. and they're just going a little bit too long. I find. Yeah. What's interesting though, have you guys played any of the post game stuff? No, I I tried to start off doing the um like the the epilogue world, but I realized I needed to get 
Yeah, you need to go back and get Crystal Hearts. Crystal Hearts. Yeah. I haven't yet, um, because I, I, haven't, I took a break. After yeah, I yeah. haven't touched the B-side stuff yet. Um, yeah, it's... Um, I've gone back and I've redone... I've gotten all the strawberries in the first world. Oh, nice. And I went and I completed the B-side of the first world. Okay. Right? I just wanted to see what those sort of things were. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What's great is if you want to go back and do the strawberries, they break down the worlds into smaller chunks. So you can oh. jump in wherever you want. Oh, excellent. Right? Oh, that's what I want. So that's then, And not only that, it shows you how many you're missing from each section. I wasted so much time getting strawberries on my first one. I know. Run. And I wish I hadn't done it too. I wish... I kind of wish there was something I knew in advance. Yeah. But this is the thing as well. A lot of people I don't think are going to... A lot of people aren't going to play into the the post-game stuff anyway. And a lot of yeah. people are just going to play it to beat it and get through. And they'll understand the strawberries don't give them anything in the moment. So There's a tooltip as well that says the strawberries don't do anything. They're just to impress your friends. Yeah, right. Like it's, but you made that strawberry pie at the end. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. When I got to that part, I was like, fuck, if this is going to have an impact on how good this strawberry pie is, <laughs> I'm so mad. But the... But the problem that we have as people who are gamers, and I have because I'm some, especially when I get into a game, I don't often platinum things, well, but platformers, fuck man, I got so, every single fucking moon and every costume thing. in yeah. Odyssey. In a platformer, especially, I think of cutting my teeth on like the Mario 64 and all that, like, gotta get them all. Collectibles, right? Gotta have all those collectibles. And strawberries, I wanted all of them. Yeah, yep. right. <laughs> and so I gave up on that at some stage in the game. I started, I started going back and seeing the, that there were tools to help me do that. And then once you get them, then the next challenge is to do all of them in a run, but you'll know where they all are. Yeah. You'll have done them before, and then you can try and beat your previous score for a full completion as fast as you can with the least amount of deaths, getting right. all the strawberries or things. So you can do things that way, add your, you know... Uh, well, speed run clock and stuff like say, that. Yeah, I cannot wait I'm not gonna do to that. watch this game get spit. Oh, like, it'll yeah. be amazing. The next GDQ is probably going to have it. I would maybe, fingers crossed. What's interesting is I haven't, beyond doing that that one time after I first completed the game, it was the same session I completed the game, I went back and did some of the, the extra stuff. I haven't been compelled to go back and do more. I think it's because okay. I don't know. A, it is really difficult, and I know I'll get a certain sense of completion out of it, a sense of accomplishment out of it, but... I don't know. I don't know what's what I'm coming back for, if that makes sense. Whereas with Odyssey, I always had the impression that there was... I knew what the carrot... I had... There was something else at the end. There was, carrot there the was end a carrot, yeah. They've you know? also added new stuff. So they've added new... the um, What are they called? The hint pictures? Oh, you're talking about the, the mysterious oh, Luigi They haven't thing. added those yet, though, have they? they, they I think they're they in They added the... a Luigi one that doesn't give you a moon. Yeah. What does it do? Mm, that's a thing you can go watch a video of it it's not a huge we didn't do it but I I didn't do it I watched a video I haven't touched those I saw a Twitter video of it it's not huge Uh, it's not a moon though it doesn't give you a moon oh okay alright I'll have to go and do that awesome it it is interesting to see what they will go with forward from here yes but I am interested yeah I'm if you're talking Odyssey I can't wait to do more of that stuff yeah Um, where is my Luigi expansion yeah I don't don't know if I'm going back to Celeste or not at this stage. Yeah, that's I feel fair. like I might one day, maybe next time I'm on the train or something, and I've got my switch with me. I might just dip in and have another go at it because yeah. it is really satisfying to play, and it is. It's a very well made game. Like it's like like I said, the mechanics are apart from being like a little bit lengthy in some sections. Like the mechanics are solid, and they are. Mm. You know exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and it teaches you really well. And they're also not super complicated, no. which is also I think works for benefit. Did you have a favorite? Mechanic, a favorite world. Ooh. I think the I think the ending is my favorite. Yeah, when that, you're get, my when favorite you've got part. that double jump, and they are just oh. like, 
It's by it, and it's just some of those oh. sections you have to do those are ridiculous runs. The feeling of getting that right, yeah, was when so you, satisfying. When you get in the zone and you just do it, and you're like, oh, you're like seeing the code. You're like, oh yeah. my god, this is amazing. You die repeatedly. You're like, I'm never gonna get this. And then you do it. You're like, how? <laughs> like, yeah, what? <laughs> how? How I, I if I had to pick one that I liked, I think I actually liked the. I think it was the feather, the golden feather that turned you like into a little ball of light. That is, oh, that's really interesting like that one. one. That's that one was. Sometimes the trickiest ones, though, because you'd be so yeah. precise with it. But yeah, it was that was. And I cool. liked the the meaning behind the feather in the story as well about like. Oh yeah, I could never with, get those parts. I was terrible at them. Theo, the the timing of the uh, the the breathing the breathing feather. with the feather. Oh, you can get that to work. Well, you know, I mean, you should really the first time is the only time you should. Yeah, yeah. Well, the second it. time is impossible. Oh, okay. There you go. That explains yeah. it. Yeah, the second time. I was like, the second on, time, God damn it. The game actively works against you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Now I think back on it. Yeah. It's um, narratively it's something yeah. to happen. Yeah, exactly. Cool. That was Celeste, which was yep. even the game I thought I was talking about. <laughs> the game I did want to talk about was uh, Shadow of the Colossus 2018, I guess. It doesn't have another title. It's not a remaster. That's it's really a remake. Um, and this is by... This is Blue Point? Blue Point, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was a big fan of the original game for the PS2. I... Really, only completed it the one time, I think, but I loved it. It's a game that I think you only really finish once. Yeah, I haven't finished it. You You haven't finished it. I, I, I know. I've, I've, I know what happens. But like, um, I watched the game, Grumps. I did. Yes. No, I don't. Not the best way to experience it. I'd already. It was pretty good. I'd already heard. It's it's very funny. I'd already heard about it. I think from talking with you guys as well. It's one of those things that's sort of hard Um, to avoid, I guess. Yeah. Like, and I'm not sad. Like that, I didn't. Um, I mean, I guess I am a little bit that I didn't get to discover that myself. But I, I mean, I didn't go out of my way to be like, oh, "Don't tell me about it" or anything like that. I didn't know it was going to be something that was as cool as it was. I guess. Yeah, I can't even. Rem- I wish I remembered how I came about to playing it. I must have been just someone recommended it to me or something. But anyway, loved it the first time round. Always considered it's one of my top ten or twenty games of all time. Right. Bought it again at some stage. There must have been on sale the remaster of yeah, Ico. Yeah. And... It was a plus game at one point, I'm pretty sure. Yep. It was yeah, a plus game. I think you're right too. I mean, before I even had a PlayStation, sadly. I, but yeah. I bought it before it was a plus game. I was like, oh, of course. But... I think I picked it up as a plus game. <laughs> and then I bought it but never played it. It's still sitting there. And yeah. I will play it to, to, be, to play Ico because I never got more than a couple of hours of that game. Hard... And I want to. Then I want to trade that game. The hard, the hard thing is, because like, I played the, the PS3 version, the remaster. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those games that's hard to go back to. Ico or Shadow? Shadow. Right. It, Ico's worse. But like, right. even Shadow, like just those controls that, yeah. is, that are sort of still present they in are, The Last Guardian, for better or worse. They are... Which I own and haven't played yet. Of an era. I tried to play it. Look, <laughs> I really liked it, but yeah, I, yeah, I will happily fun. say the controls were not great. And that's... I Are they better in the remake? Well, uh, I want to start. Actually, I want to start by talking about it graphically. Okay, okay, because okay. cool. I think that's the main pull here, right? If I mean, you're going back to this, we do a compliment sandwiches. That we're <laughs> blue point of the kings of. of remasters. So I'm glad they got to do something like this. And I should say, I have a standard HD. Well, sorry, a full HD 1080p TV. Okay. It's nothing special. Right. No 4K. No 4K. Jeez. No HDR. No HDR. I know. Mm-hmm. Fucking pleb. Uh, I try, try and convince my girlfriend to buy a $2,000 television. Not happening. <laughs> um, I don't have a PS4 Pro. So I'm playing this on, the, on just a normal PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation 4. And it is 
so good looking. It's ridiculous. Oh, right. I, it is gorgeous. I could make a couple of little things about like the one time it was a really open landscape. You can see the texture uh, repeating a little bit just on the grass at one stage. And there was one bit and some, I look at the character model of, it's weird looking at, uh, at Wanderer because it's, he's got no real face I've seen in the this. original, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's weird seeing him with detail and it's fine. It just, he feels like he sticks out a little bit in this, because he's a little bit anime in this very uh, detailed world. Okay. That's about the only criticism I have. Because everything else about it is gorgeous. It looks amazing. And it's so great getting on aggro and just riding. And the yes, Kyron? Oh, Sorry, I thought you were asking questions. Seriously, though. And, like, I remember that being the bit, something I got sick of the first, playing it the first time through on the PS2. But honestly, I am loving just riding around because it's so gorgeous to look at and all the environment the the forests and the jungle areas and the seaside areas and all sorts of things are all wonderful i, th- I think part of that because i mean on the ps2 like it the world you could you could probably get a bit bored of riding around that world in the ps2 version i mean it still feels empty but it does yeah. but because the beauty of it is so striking exactly. it is actually a joy to do it whereas on the okay. ps2 as graphically interesting as it was on the ps2 it, it, things were pretty Blurry and textures were low, and, and you're sort of like, great. I just want to get to the next colossus. And really, I, that's yeah. I just want to get to the next colossus. Exactly, next colossi. Correct. The colossi are still incredible, and the music is still incredible. Right. And I'm about halfway through the game. Do you uh, still feel like a monster when you kill them? Absolutely. <laughs> My girlfriend watched me kill the first one. She's like, I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> she couldn't. Say, she couldn't. She can't play. Watch me playing Monster Hunter. Oh. She's like, what okay. are you doing? So Monster Hunter, I feel, like when they start limping yeah. away sometimes, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to kill you and skin you and I feel guilty. Yeah. Dude, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Does, does your girlfriend have context of the ending of the game? Of this? Of oh, the Colossus? I, I may have told her just to make her <laughs> feel even say, worse about it. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if that if would make me feel your... worse knowing about it. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, the, the, they're still amazing. They're more, for me, they feel more impressive. The sense of scale seems even better somehow than it did on the PS2. Yeah. I guess just graphically it's better. The music there's I think it's the second boss the second Colossi when my favourite clip sound music kicks in as you're which on top one, of it. Which one's the second one? Uh, it's the one that's like a like a bull type or like oh, oh I think it's the I think they call it Mammoth in the trophies yeah. it's sort of a Mammoth okay. type one. Okay. And um, when that kicked in I was like yes I love this game and then I got to my the I think it's the fifth Colossi is my favourite Colossi in the entire game it's the bird one and oh yeah. The sense of when I figured out how to do that the first time playing it, I still remember that to this day how excited I was. But then even now, when you're on that thing and it's trying to shake you off, as they all do, but this yeah. one in particular, it feels so epic and so incredible and it it's still there. And I'm really, really glad to see that all these years later, even though it's the first time I played it since originally playing, it's all still there. You are making me want to buy this game. I, I I highly endorse it. If 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 you see it and it comes because it's already I think it was starting at like fifty or sixty. Yeah, bucks. it was definitely coming out cheaper. If it gets down to that forty range, I would definitely consider it. All right, I'll jump on it. When mm. it comes to the controls, they have updated the controls slightly. Apparently, they're a little bit more modernized. Okay. I think the main thing that I've noticed is just I don't know even if this is a change, but it's, I was looking at the controls trying to figure out what it changed. And I think it's like uh, the bow, the sword, and unarmed are just three separate buttons now, rather than having to cycle okay. through them. I'm which not sure, okay. I'm not sure if that's even different, but that's yeah. it, that's what the game was it makes telling sense me. Though, like, it that, made sense to me, and it was can, good. You can choose to play it with 
OG controls, can't you? You can choose to yeah. play it with the classic controls classic as well. Classic controls, yeah. Um, personally, I'm not sure that it feels... It, it feels as I remember it, if that okay. makes sense. So I'm not... Even though I'm playing it with the modern controls on, because it's a default, I'm not feeling them being any better or worse or different, okay. really. Okay, interesting. And I mean that for better and for worse. Okay, all right. Because... <laughs> The thing ask. about the game, right, is that one of the great things about taking on the Colossi is that sense of scale, and that comes not just from their size, but also from the feeling of climbing them and trying to, and them shaking you off and you having just to hold on for dear life and seeing your, your grip meter go down and yeah. just like hope you can hold on long enough, right? That sense of stuff is still there, and I love that about the controls. Okay. Going through the little bit, where you first have to get to the first Colossi, so there's a little mini tutorial oh, on the controls, yeah. right? Yeah. I remember the first time playing it ever on the PS2, that being a real challenge, and getting my head around it was really hard. It was almost just as bad. Oh, getting yes. my head around the controls right. again this time around, I was just like, oh, this feels so unintuitive. But there's something weird about those, about the Arco games, though. Just yeah. Have a plot their controls It kind of yep. reminds me of what they were trying to do with Assassin's Creed originally. Remember the whole idea that, like, the triangle was meant to be your head oh, and, like, God. the... Yeah, this was, that. like, the circle and square were meant to be, like, your arms yeah. and the X was your legs and that somehow was meant to be intuitive and it's not. It just it's sounds like more, really climbing. It yeah. sounds more like quop. Kind of, yeah. It's like, you know... And it's nowhere oh. near that complicated. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But there is that... I do what I what is sometimes good about the game and bad about the game is the sense that I'm not don't always feel like I'm in as controlled as I should be, which I think like, it also feels like another thing that they do intentionally. And it does. I mean, that's the, yeah. that is part of it is that these things are meant to be unpredictable, and you're not meant to be in control all the time. You are taking on these huge monsters that yeah. have so much more power than you, right? Because I remember people complain about that in Last Guardian. They're like, why is Trico not doing what I want Trico to do? It's like, right. oh, Trico was its own thing, dude. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse. But like, here's yeah. the same thing. When I feel like I'm doing the right thing and it's not working, that's the bit that frustrates me, yes. right? So there was a bit... Um, even if it's just climbing on something and you've gripped on for dear life and you're just in the wrong part where, for some reason... Wanderer doesn't want to move the way I want him to next yeah. time he can. He's just sort of stuck there and I have to let go and risk having to let go and grab on again. It's just like, I wish the game was just a bit more... I, I've played all... F- well, I haven't played Lost Legacy, but I've played all four Uncharted games, right? Yeah. And the climbing is so intuitive in that that I feel like that should have be here a little bit more. Would it make the it's, game easier? Yes. Would it also make it slightly less headachey? Absolutely. Yeah. Less headachey is good. And I don't less, want yeah, the frustration yeah. so much. I do want the feeling of like the monster of me being powerless. Yeah. But I don't want to feel like I'm wrestling with the controls all the time. And especially for someone like yourself, you, you said at the start, like it, uh, well, not even before we started recording as well. Like you, it, it's hard for you to find time to sit down and actually play a game. Yeah. Um, with having to watch like you know TV shows for your podcast or mm. just general life things as well. Being so adults, <laughs> what, that that I, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you sit down to play a game, that's your like relaxed time, isn't it? Yeah. So you want to kind of enjoy that time. It's, I mean, it's funny. It's always a funny thing. I've talked about this with people before that my best, my favorite relaxed thing to do when I've had a shit day and I just want to zone out and not think about what's been going on. I love playing Overwatch. Right. Which is super stressful, but for some reason is stressful in a really fun way. That just in, I, it completely engages me and has my attention and I and it zone everything else gets erased when I'm yeah. playing it. Even even if I'm losing, I'm still 
it's pretty, I'm still enjoying that. You're, you're, you're definitely the person on it when we play as a team. Like if someone else is having a rough time and just like it was like don't don't tell. It's because Brian's don't a team tell. leader. Yeah, he's, he's you're, you're you're the team captain. I've, I've taken on that role. <laughs> my own. You're like come on, we can myself, do it. But... We can do it. It's fine. I'm like meanwhile, like Kyra and I over here just going fucking shit, fucking bloody my bloody yeah, you know, having a having a look. But yeah, sucks. I hate it. But you're right that. But there's there's different frustrations, and a game that like Celeste that is intentionally meant to be difficult, mm-hmm. and I get a sense of accomplishment when I when I when I do it right because I'm the one stuffing up, right? Versus when I pretty sure I'm doing the right thing, I'm doing what the game wants me to do, but it's not letting me do it is always more frustrating. Yeah, and that happened another time. There's a, one of the colossi. You have to jump onto its back, but to do it, you have to be on top of aggro and standing, oh, and just okay. getting. That to happen was so much harder than it should be. It took mm. me twenty minutes longer than it should have to get that to happen. And once I did it, it was I, I that one element that I had to get done happened. And you, yeah, I the, the boss I, I was able to defeat the colossi. It was just that I knew what I had to do, and the game was really working against me and getting it done. Yeah, and that frustrated me. But but overall. I'm very happy to say the magic of Shadow of the Colossus is very much there. Excellent. That's and that's what I'm there for. Really. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm surprised by how many how deep the um the other stuff. There's lots of collectibles and stuff that I don't yeah, even remember. Well, I added. A I bit, think they added some. They added something extra. There's. I was looking at like there's a like stats a thing that tells something. you everything. There's a harpoon. Harpoon. Yeah. I don't even know what I I saw that. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Where is this harpoon? And what do I do about it? <laughs> so there's like gold coins and things as well. Yeah, I there. found. I don't, I don't understand. I was like, what is this? I don't know what's yeah. going on in this game. I was so I got very like, confused. When you play like a remake or remaster yeah. or something new, you're like, this wasn't here last time. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't remember this. Not my so game. I've been meaning to go back and have a look at what that stuff means. But uh, but I overall highly endorse. If you haven't played it before, I definitely recommend giving it a go. I wish they had a demo. If they yeah. had a demo that was just like the first two Colossi, I reckon a lot of people I'm would play I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that, really. Yeah. That's, it seems like I the mean, type of thing that would, would benefit from that because it's, it's not like, you know... They're trying to keep everything under wraps because it's a game that has been around for so long. Exactly. So getting those people who have maybe maybe have heard about it or maybe did watch the game Grumps play and go, I wonder what that's all about. And I have access to a, a modern console version of that. I, I mean, and I like, think... give him a demo and just get it in their hands. Part of it may have purely been this, like, well, word of mouth, Shadow of Colossus as a game, as a name of a game. True. Like, people have talked about it a lot in the past, so that probably hoped for that. And also mm. the price is low. Yeah. That's true. Well, that's the other person I recommend it for. If you've played it, loved it originally, and haven't played it in a while since... It's been a while. ...and feel like you want to play it again, this is an excellent version. Cool. Awesome. All right. I think we should uh, sort of kick over into some news now, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Let's Sounds do good. it. We've got a few tasty uh, topics this week. Starting with the worst kept secret in video game announcements that I can remember in the past few years... Um, it's, it's right up there. Oh, when boy. did we first hear about this? It was def- we probably explain what it is first. I think. Okay, yeah. so uh, earlier this <laughs> week, earlier this week, in a shocking plot twist, we got the announcement of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the third in the series. Um, so uh, obviously, of the the reboot series. So we had Tomb Raider, and then we had Rise of the Tomb Raider, and now we've got Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, so yeah, I'm just taking this article here. I feel like there was something in here about when it was, uh, I think we first heard about it in like 2016, I want to say. It was uh, in 2016, it was fairly early on in 2017. Yeah, there we go. So there was, uh, there was a, um, someone working on a, uh, uh, a subway, uh, train, uh, on a, like a slideshow presentation about this, obviously for, you know, investors and, and, uh, the company. 
uh, back in November in 2016. Ridiculous. Which was, pre- which was pretty nondescript, but in the photo you could see the shadow on the Tomb Raider logo. Yeah. So was it the exact same logo with the moon and stuff? It's pretty similar. Really, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. yeah it's so it's crazy. This is like that's all you know. A year and a half ago, we heard about that. It's like this is crazy. Uh, and then obviously there were a whole bunch of le- they couldn't stop. Uh, they couldn't plug any of these leaks that were just kept coming out about. No, uh, well, because then the they game. Sa- they started to get people hyped up because they had the website. And they're yes. like, yeah, we're going to reveal... Because yep. Square's thing recently, I mean, not for their first party stuff, because they're still hopeless there, <laughs> but they've been more on the ball, or trying to be more on the ball with, like, quick turnarounds, like, announce, release. That's what they sort of want to get onto. Yeah. So they thought they were being pretty clever, but they put up their website, going, hey, yeah, we're going to reveal a show of Tomb Raider, blah, blah, blah. People, there was just so much information in the code of that website. Really? Yeah, like, if you, if you scroll yep. up there a bit, like, to show it brought on the screen... Yep. Like, that's, that's sort of it there. People found, like, the release date, the platforms, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like, yeah. just in the code. Wow. There's, so, there, this is from an article over on uh, Eurogamer. Uh, if you search for it over there, there's an article uh, about all this. I think it's called... Shadow of the Tomb Raider is climactic finale of Lara Croft's origin story. Sorry, I love that. Climactic finale of Lara Croft's origin story. She's had three yeah. games for oh her origin story. Oh my god, uh, that's also, amazing. Also, I'd just like to note that when I was reading that, then my, I almost went to say it is climactic fail. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, and I was like, that makes I sense. I kind of read that of, way yeah, as well. Yeah. I was like, that, that's what I was expecting to read. But yeah, um, fail so, on cinematic level. No, that's the movie. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, uh, so ooh. we learned if it's coming out on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. No, none of this like Xbox, PC things, and then nope. coming out later on PS4 to no fanfare. Oh, there's no ex- there's limited no exclusivity one, like, to no, Xbox all, One. All okay, no time to apart from Switch. Apart from Switch, but uh, uh, and we're coming out September 14th. Yes, and the full reveal will be happening later in April because so far all we have is a relatively pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, really teaser. short teaser trailer of just like snapshots. It looks like uh, I mean, like from I, I haven't watched the trailer myself, but from what we can see there on the screen, it kind of looks like a little bit um, Aztec-y. like Aztec-y. Yeah, yeah I mean, I like, guess. like I mean, we know basically as much as we knew in November yeah. 2016. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, 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 know <laughs> we know the title. We know it's coming. Oh, we know we the, release the, no, the release date. The release date. I guess we got, we got and that. The platforms. And like, the platforms. When it was first showing up, I was like, "Oh, is it going to be Xbox exclusive again for a while?" No, they learned. Not yeah. do that. <laughs> so they uh, timed this with the release of the movie, didn't it they? It seems pretty intentional, yeah. 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 Um, which makes sense. I mean, I've heard the movie's okay. I've heard it's a I've heard it's an that, okay movie. That's a high, that's a pretty high uh, review for a video game movie. <laughs> it is. Well, well that's okay. it. That's it. I've heard it's, it's a, okay. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard the action sequences are really fine. I've heard that uh, Alicia Vikander as as um Lara Croft is really good. Yeah. Um, I've heard there's no excruciatingly brutal death scenes also so I'm in <laughs> did you haven't did you play the Mate, we both had the reboot I've got it I've got the PS4 version <laughs> of it of the original do you want to I borrow my it. copy of Rise of Tomb Raider as well I, I've got that may as well just add to the <laughs> I, I, list. I, I might borrow that as well because I haven't played that one oh, um, I want to I'm sure I'm going to really like those games everything I've seen great. about them sound great well, the first one was really great I really quite enjoyed my time with it it was um, a weird game but when I got to the end I was like wow I've been playing it for that long yeah. but I didn't care because yeah. it was fun it was really well made it was, well like, it was like, like 15 hours long but it, it didn't feel that long when I was playing the it the combat was fun the exploration was fun The like, it had some it, sort of Metroidvania things yeah get, like, like abilities and go back and access new areas um, like the um, no, like pitting axe or whatever barely any tombs which was a, a, a yeah. bold choice apparently that was fixed really well in the second one yeah. yes from what I played in the second one well, the, she, the tomb stuff is more prevalent yeah. there's a line in, in yeah, the first one where she goes I hate she, tombs she hates yeah. tombs yeah, yeah. and it's like oh <laughs> okay, your tomb cool. right I'm sorry but this is your fate yeah 
this is strap yourself in. Like, you, will, you will read a lot of terms. Only going to get worse. Um, yeah, man, this is just a bit of a dumpster fire in terms of announcing it. I think just now having it out there, they can sort of hopefully move on. That's and, the thing, uh, right? This doesn't really matter if the game's good. Like, if the reveal in April is really great, it's really impressive, and yeah. it's obviously, and people get hyped off it, it doesn't matter. It reminds me actually. Of the uh, what happened with Ubisoft with Mario and oh, yeah. plus Rabbit, yes. true actually. But you yeah. know what? I finally think that leak helped that game. Yeah, it because did. it set everyone' expectations way down here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then when the reveal happened, it was just this series at E3. It was just this series of like, "Oh, this looks good. Oh, this looks really really cool. Oh my god, this game! I think I want to play this game." Yeah. And going from negative 20 to anything as a positive was just like a huge bonus for that and, game. And then also seeing too, like we've talked about this multiple times on the show, but seeing like that the, the lead developer in the audience and yeah. having Shigeru Miyamoto talk about him and him just going, like you you putting yourself in his shoes and going, oh my God, like Shigeru Miyamoto is saying it was a pleasure to work with me. Oh my God, how would that make you feel? Exactly like that guy. You'd start tearing up. Yeah. You'd start getting emotional. It's Incredible. I, I, don't I, think, I don't think Shadow Tomb Raider will have that moment. No, God, no. <laughs> no, no Shadow no. Tomb Raider will have that moment, but, Sha- but the thing is, of all the things that were released, all that was released was a title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's all we knew. And we and God knows we knew it was coming anyway. Like, it's no surprise. It just, we heard about a year and a half ago, once upon a time, this is how games were announced, way too far ahead of development anyway. That's changed for the better. Um, these days, you know, they turn around six to 12 months on a game from right. being announced to being released, which is great. We can ha- kind of thank, uh, I think, uh, Bethesda kind of set the precedent for that. Back and Nintendo's with, uh, been doing a lot lately with, uh, as well. Fallout 4. Fallout. Yeah, Fallout 4 was the big That was one. the big because everyone was just like, bullshit. Like, that was a, no like, one thought it was going to happen. Yeah, it's everyone, pushed. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's coming out in November. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck off it is. And then it came out in November and we're like, oh, yeah. it's buggy. But, oh, okay. And, and then we all forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, oh, you know, of all the games I've not played, I actually did play a lot. <laughs> 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 okay, so that's the thing about it's Bethesda games. Game. Like, they're easy to sort of dip into. Yeah, yeah. it's a fine game. It's just it didn't have... didn't have the. It didn't have, like, the same... The story's not great. Oh, God. Don't even get me started I on just remembered I've just story. recently restarted uh, The Last of Us, which I never finished. Oh! And, uh, I know. I know. A terrible gamer. I'm sorry. Oh, like, if, you start, if you start it now, you can finish it before part two comes exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. I'm I need to go back and play the, it's good. I need to go back and play the remastered one because I actually haven't played the DLC. I haven't played Left Behind. Haven't so, you? No. It's been fun to play with my girlfriend. She does all like the explorative bits, and I do all the action bits. Oh, She's past oh, control. I do I that. Like that. We get to share it together. It's actually been working really well. That's cool. Single. She likes the games. story. Yeah, it's cool. I enjoy Two. that. Um, so yeah, September fourteenth. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll might cover this again once we see. I mean, we'll, more about there's it. a reveal in April. We'll probably, probably be Would you likely E3. Are you? I'm, I'm not going to because I haven't played the other two yet. But are you two likely to pick it up? And not play it. I much. haven't played Rise this of the Tomb Raider yet. It's hard to say. We don't know what September will be. That's yet. the thing, right? Isn't it crazy to think that just there's, there's so many unknowns? I mean, we know that we're going to get Red Dead Redemption two, yeah, and we know you're getting your card and you're getting your battle fields. I said Battlefield earlier. I meant Battlefront too. When I said, Battlefield. oh yeah, uh, I did. I wasn't regular about Sorry, like, nah, I'm just I always get them mixed fine. up. It's fine. Battlefield. <laughs> apart from that, we don't know a lot about the back half of the year, do we? No, the back half of the year is a mystery, and like. Any other like the prior to last year, seeing this coming out September fourteenth and knowing I like Tomb Raider, I would have said yes. Yeah, but after lock. after last year, how good that was, and how this year I'm sort of like, no, 
We don't know what's happening later. Because we know, it's a I maybe. mean, we know later what, on. What date was getting... September 14th? Yeah. yeah. It could very well be the date that Smash is released. <laughs> it could be. It yes. could well be. It could be around when the online is launching for Nintendo. With I, I, I had a crazy thought, by be. the way. Crazy thought about their online service. What if, what if the online service, if you pay the subscription, there's a version of it or the base level comes with Smash? And as long as you're paying Ooh. for that. Ooh. Who so, doesn't want to be on that online so service all of a sudden? They're going for the uh, the Games Pass with Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Just Game smash. I mean, it probably won't happen. It probably but, won't happen. But even in terms of... Like, but like... Oh, and then you just pay for a character here and there instead. It's like... It's basically... It's like a version of like free to play. Mm. It comes with the online service. Then you can pay for characters and stuff. I don't know. Oh. I hope it's not that. I hope it's more like Splatoon where they like... Pay for the base game, release characters, and then a big content update here or there. I think character, characters will be paid to use. I think... That's sort of as a fighting game, it's going to happen a yeah. bit. Yeah, I but suppose it's true. I could, I could, I would, I could see. So they're not going to have loot three stages. I'm imagining more. Yeah. Pa- I would. The thing I've always wanted in Smash. Way off topic. I'm sorry. The that thing I've always wanted in Smash. It's like a Smash podcast. We've got, more, we've got a few months. <laughs> is more costume options. Yes. I want to be able yes. to have ultimate costumes. Like we now, Mario has a trillion costumes thanks to Odyssey. <laughs> Put them all in there. I'll pay for each one for fifty cents each. If you count like Link as well, if you Link's count, got like, a billion versions. History, yeah, yep, like you can come up with how many different suits does Samus, Samus have? Had a lot of suits to choose from. You know, you could do. There's a lot of Ridley you can pick when Ridley gets added in. <laughs> I actually think he's coming this time. Me too. I, I don't know if he'll be in first know. wave, but I think he'll come in oh, at some stage. In the I think he has to, right? He doesn't like, have to, but I think it's likely. I think it's. Sa- yeah. See, I can imagine it being because I don't think Metroid's coming this year. I hope it does. I hope no, it's not coming this year, year. But I think it's I coming think next it's... year now. I think it's next March. Next March, yeah, probably. March is apparently suddenly a big month again. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Just happened when March everyone started like evacuating. Or even like, yeah, March because that was the time that Zelda was released, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so it could be March. And Horizon. Horizon came out March. I'm more thinking Nintendo though. Oh yeah, like, like, what released this March? Well, like, well, they haven't really got much this. Kirby. Match. Kirby was their March yeah. game, but they've got Donkey Kong in May. <laughs> Tennis, the tennis game was good. The um, hell yeah, tennis. But I could see around the time, yeah, that say, uh, Metroid is released, then you release a Ridley. Yeah, yeah, you use it as a, and you could do that with all sorts of things. What if Tomb Raider? I'm just an example comes to it, and all of a sudden. Lara Croft gets out of the same day. What yep. an incredible promotion. What if Dragon Ball Fighters? Yes. Seriously, what? Dragon Ball Fighters 2 and go straight to Switch. Oh, Goku's coming. What, if, Goku what if one of the new characters that gets announced before release is Sol Air from Dark Souls? Oh. Like, I mean, he's got an amiibo. What if there's cross promotion and the Fighters 2 gets released on Switch? Goku comes to Smash and Mario goes to uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh. <laughs> Just shit. on the Switch. Switch exclusive. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, do a cross-promotion thing. Well, you know what? That would be amazing. You know what? That's a good lead into our... uh, (laughs) uh, That's a good segue. Speaking of crossovers. I definitely intended that. Speaking of crossovers in terms of fighting game characters and console exclusives, uh, back in the day... Back in the day. And also, I guess, really bad, badly kept secrets as well. Yeah, far out, (laughs) man. This is another really bad one. Um, So, it finally got announced uh, officially this week uh, that uh, Geralt of uh, Riviera... Rivia? Rivia? Rivia. Man. You added a lot of syllables there. I did. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to be very Italian about it, apparently. Uh, (laughs) It's not a very Italian place. No. uh, One of wine's sort of Italian inspired, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I haven't played it. He owns a winery, doesn't he? Yes, he does own a winery. Um, Yeah, so he's going to be joining the uh, the roster of characters, uh, playable characters in Soul Calibur 6 later on this year. Yes. He's in a. I saw an amazing tweet. I I played a bit of Witcher, and I. 
I'm is his like... voice always like that? Yes. Is that the same voice actor? Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure it is. Yeah. I can, I'd have to, I've, I've never someone... played a single Witcher game. I was kind of like, I don't like this I, guy. I tried it's weird. He's, to play it. I don't think the voice gets across like that. In the full game, I really like his voice. Okay. But I, I've been playing Witcher 3 a bit, so at the moment I'm kind of in the Geralt place. Yep. But, uh... The Geralt place. The Geralt. Yeah. The Geralt. Sounds like something we did on uh, Hunting Season. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good place. <laughs> oh, right. So... <laughs> Oh, the Geralt Yeah, place. so the Witcher games, the combat has always been a point of contention. There are those who like it, there are those who don't. I'm more on the fence because sometimes the combat feels really good. Other times I get really mad at it. And now he's going to be in a fighting game. Yeah. He's going to be combat and it's really exciting. I mean, it's cool the fact that like, I know very little about Witcher as well. I've, I tried playing Witcher 3 and I just got super overwhelmed. They are intimidating games, but like, um, if you have the time, it's so good. I would love to have the time to try and go back and, and, and get into it because I just hear it's such a great, great franchise and a great iteration in the franchise. Um, but I, I, the, the idea of him, he has his two swords, like he's... Um, he's got silver for monsters and he's steel for humans. Exactly. <laughs> so, and he doesn't like using his, his steel, does he? I think, isn't it? He doesn't really... He tries to avoid killing humans, doesn't he, as much as possible? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, but it happens. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, it happens. It's going to happen. Oh, is like, that why he's got two swords in his yes. back? Yes. Oh, and, that, and that's for, what he describes. One for humans, one for monsters. That's right. what he describes it as he goes, yeah, as, as um, yeah, silver for monsters, as steel for uh, humans. Gotcha. Um, which is cool. I like that. So, like, it'd be interesting to see how that's going to play. Maybe play into how he plays in, yeah, like, in Soul Calibur I, I hope, Six. I hope he uses his silver one for some of the more monstrous enemies. That'd yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Like, um, you always, you saw us some glimpses of his abilities. Like, again, if you haven't played much Witcher, he has like a set of like Witcher abilities he can use. Like, he's got Quen, which gives him a shield. Igni is like a fire spell. I forget the name of it. The one he uses to like stun the enemy to do a combo on him is a is another one we saw. So yeah. They do, it looks like they're doing a really good job of bringing him across. Yeah. Uh, when the Witcher account of someone who works for CD Projekt Red posted the tweet to expect like a, a, a Witcher-related announcement the next day, everyone's yep. like, oh, he's in Soul Calibur. Cool. Well, it, was, it, it goes back to like there was there was like a bit of a leak about it. Yeah, the fact yeah. That it all yeah. came out. Um, as, and then there was a trend. It, there was like, like it, they were saying like, you know, the, the Soul Calibur thing was like a rumor. There, there was like a, a, a website that had the information. They weren't going to post it because they weren't confirmed. And then someone, again, from City Project Red was like, wouldn't it be weird to see like Geralt just appear in another game? Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> it's like pretty much how the, the tweet's worded. And it's like, oh, cool. He's in Soul Calibur 6. Everyone's, yeah. To be fair, like I think when Soul Calibur 6 was announced, most people would have been like, all right, who's the guest character? Because exactly, like the yeah. series has a guest character almost all the time. Exactly, you know, and like they had the console exclusive ones back in the day, like Link appearing in there. They had the again um, console exclusive ones on that Yoda and Darth Vader. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's cool. It's it's a franchise known for that kind of thing. So I guess yeah, people weren't super surprised, but it is a really cool addition, and it's a really great character to choose. I think in this yeah, and because day and age, since CD Projekt Red have basically put which they're done. Yep, it's down. They're on CD, they're on Cyberpunk now. Oh. They've told the story of Geralt, and I don't know if I'll go back to Witcher. It's a cool way to sort of, if you want to play as Geralt, just get yep. Soul Calibur. You want to get your fix, go and, yeah. uh, go and hit him up. Between this announce, this leak being correct, and the Tomb Raider link being correct, I really thought that the Spyro trilogy remaster being coming being announced Honestly, this week was going to be true. I was like, oh, it must be, because every leak is true these we, days. Yeah. No one gets it wrong anymore. We heard, like, because we heard the rumor that there was going to be an announcement by the end of last week. And I, we at that point we we kind of just sort of discussed Kyron was going to be down here. And I was like, oh, let's let's see if Rod's around, we'll get him on the show. 
And I was, and like, I know you're, you're a bit of a Spyro uh, fan I yourself. I love though. Like I have 100% completed all three original PS1 wow. Spyro games. Go I love them to bits. Well, I, maybe because I've done it before, it's actually not that hard. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fun to do. It's not that, it's, right. it's actually pretty easy, uh, fun to do. I just want to see. I'm just because we know it's happening now. It's definitely happening. It's yeah. just a matter of is going to be announced. It sounds like it's happening this month still. Just wasn't something we thought. I did see some people come out to say, like in particular, Nibel on Twitter is he's he's got some info. Yeah, he's basically like, look, the guy probably got old info. It happens when you get leaked to. Sometimes you get information that then is outdated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. like things are changing constantly. And you wonder when you've had a big week of news. Like this has been a fairly big week. For yeah, news, like, yeah, where yeah, people just like push it back. Ah, uh, push it to Tuesday next you, week. You don't want to get lost. Yeah, memories. exactly. It's right. hard because we are starting to gear up. I mean, we're a little while out, but I mean, we're, we're a couple of months out. But it, it is that point where things start to we're, get. I mean, it's even possible they might even push to E3. They might even not even do it in March anymore. And just we're a couple completely. of months out, but already everyone's sort of going, "Hey, our E3 press conference is on this day at this time, exactly." This place. But not only that, they're announcing the games they're going to talk about at E3. Like Smash was like that was announced yeah. the other way, so they could just. Go in depth at E3. Like they're going to have a tournament there for sure for that. Almost I, definitely. I, I want to hear your opinion on this. I, I said this on the episode. You might have heard me say it, but like their booth at E3, Final Destination. Yeah, I heard you say that. That sounds really cool. That would be cool. There's I don't one, think Smash is enough hangout. to sustain it. I think yeah, we're going to see Metroid this year. It'll be announced in March. Therefore, it'll be a Metroid themed booth. Ooh, so you oh get to God. play a little bit of it, and it's coming oh out God. in March. So there's no E3 before the next thing. So if you're going to do it, you do it then. This is one big question mark hanging over the head here. What the game they announced last year that's coming for Switch, Fire Emblem, has been a no show. It'll be there. I don't think they'll make it the booth though. I don't think Fire Emblem is big enough. I think Metroid I mean, in a, in a way, is way more I love exciting Metroid. for them. I don't know if that's a big enough game, unfortunately. But hey, maybe. I, I don't know. Based off. I think they might be wanting that game to be big this, this I time. I think around. they are wanting it to I be big. I think they want it to be big. I think they believe it can be big. I yeah. think they believe it can be big. Yeah. It's their mature IP at this point. Just before we move on, on Spyro, I really look forward to seeing what it looks like because the, the art design of the original game I think is really cool. It's very fairy tale picturesque. I think it could look fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. Honestly, if it's done well. Even it could at... also look garbage <laughs> if it's not done well. And that would be the difference between me buying it or not, is if it looks gorgeous or it looks garbage. I think, One G or another. based on Crash, it will be fine. I, think I hope so. It's the same group I'm, theoretically doing it. Surely. I, yeah, I mean, Activision would probably tap the same it's, people. Oh, who, who was it that did it? Um, it wasn't Blue Point this time. No. Was it Panic? Was it Panic, Panic Button who did it as well? I think it was. For the, for the insane trilogy. Oh, I can't remember. There was someone that I'd, I'd heard of before. I'm going to open up Google and check. Or Vicarious Visions? I think it was Panic Button. I feel like listening to... Um... We've mentioned them a few times because they've done a few remasters and things like that. Yeah, you might be right. But... I'm going to double check because, yeah, like... It was, who was it? Or even Vicarious Visions as well. It right? was Vicarious Visions. Ah, cool. Awesome. Oh, I was wrong. Um, this is why I don't host a video game. <laughs> I, had to, I had to Google that because I was like, oh, Jesus, who did I, that? I, I was wrong at first and I second guessed myself correctly. So that was a uh, good thing, I guess. Uh, cool. So, Twitch Prime. Any of you guys got uh, Twitch Prime? Nope. I've got Twitch. Yeah, yeah, I, I have not I've got, got Twitch. Twitch. Non Prime. What's non Prime? Twitch Pleb. Twitch, Twitch, Pleb. Pleb. Yeah. Pleb. Twitch casual. Twitch scrub. Uh, yeah. Twitch scrub. That's um, what I got. Uh, so yeah, they've. I think they've done it for a while. That they've had like you know subscriber games getting subscribers getting games. I got it for a trial because I got golden loot boxes out of it for Overwatch. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I no, I, then that. I got rid of it. 
Um, it was I, a while I had Fox or something, I can't remember. Because I believe one of the games that they've, they've announced for this new program as well actually popped up on it, I'm pretty sure. I remember I got it because I was trying to watch um, uh, American Gods was on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going yes. to watch that. There's no point anymore, though, by the sounds of it. No, it's coming back. They've got a new showrunner. With... Okay. Is it, is it, it doesn't have to be Brian Fuller to be good. I know, no, I know. But Don't like, worry so about that. Cast members as well. Julianne Anderson has moved away. Now that's a massive disappointment because I love her yeah. as media, but um, but they, I don't think it. I think yeah. in fact it might be very easy to have somebody else play guess, that character. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter from what I've seen. Yeah, potentially that would be. I yeah. Don't think it's going to matter who it is. This is a very like sort of ambiguous person anyway, yeah they, she, she yeah. changes her look from episode to episode anyway so right. it can be something completely different um so yeah uh, be multiple uh, people in fact jeez yeah. uh so yeah twitch uh giving away some some free games for signing up on twitch prime um five games over uh this month in march so it's their free games with prime lineup uh and for march they've got super hot Shadow Tactics, Tales from Candlekeep, Tomb of Annihilation, Oxenfree, and Mr. Shifty. Um, I played two of those games, and they're very good games. Actually, I'm pretty sure both of those games were in my top ten of that year. Or Super top hot five. Oxenfree? Super hot and Oxenfree were there yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. Oxenfree, I don't think, just skipped out. Ah. Because um, it's a very good game. I've always been interested in Mr. Shifty as well. It's an Australian dev. Behind that, I can't remember the, the name of them, but this is strange. Yeah, these okay. are for PC and for or Steam theoretically, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. My Steam library is like I've already talked about how many games I own that I haven't played. Don't even get me started on Steam. My Steam library is only games that I own and haven't played. That's basically <laughs> it, right? That's what yep. Steam is for. It's yeah, a Pokemon exactly. of video games. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have them it's there. Like yeah. Two bucks. I got to get it. I got exactly. It. Yeah. I got to play it. No. Um. Got to have it. But hey, you can add even more in April oh, with your Twitch Prime subscription because they got another five games, including Tales from the Borderlands, SteamWorld Dig Two, Kingsway, Tokyo Forty Two, and Dub Wars. I really want to play SteamWorld Dig Two it's, and Tokyo Forty Two. I want to play Tokyo Forty Two as well. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is amazing, and SteamWorld Dig Two is incredible as well. Um, it's just a, oh man, I need to go back to SteamWorld Dig Two. Actually, it's just a very fun game. So, is the advice here to get this for a month, grab those ten games, and then ditch it, or is there a reason to stick with Twitch Prime otherwise? Well, it seems like they might be doing this consistently, kind of like a PlayStation Plus. That's what I'm thinking. Well, uh, I'm, I imagine they're going to. Yeah, yeah. So it seems that they're saying like you know, welcome to free games with Prime. So they've got a name for it. Yeah. So it seems like they're doing like a, a PlayStation Plus or a Games with Gold. Yep. Service. Everyone's trying to find reasons to keep you subscribed. Exactly. Um, to add value to the subscriptions. What, what What's the base level value? For, before this happened, why would I be a Twitch Prime member though? That's, um, I'm not it, a Twitch Prime subscriber. so I, I think it just depends if you want to support specific uh, like YouTube uh, not streamers, <laughs> streamers uh, like Twitch channels and stuff like that. Can you get Twitch Prime on its own or do you have to get it through Amazon Prime? I think you can get Twitch Prime on its own, but I think you get one and you get the other. Oh, I think because Amazon Prime is a thing I want. I'm just waiting because Amazon finally arrived in Australia earlier this year, yeah. but we haven't got the benefits of uh, same day delivery stuff. That's right. all I'm waiting for. When that happens, and living in Melbourne, theoretically, it will happen for us. Yeah, when that happens, I will be Prime. I've got. I'm with I'll you. get that. I'll get yeah. uh, Prime the Amazon Prime TV stuff, which I really yep. want as well. And I'll, then I'll have Twitch Prime, and I'll be able to support people like Easy Allies really or whatever. Yeah, we know Amazon Prime is right. getting my money in a few years' time when they bring out their Lord of the Rings TV series. I'll sign that's, the hell up. That too. Yeah. Yep. I'll be all. I, I want to watch the Tick. 
We've heard good things about it. There you go. You've got that. That's on Amazon Prime. So that's a thing. I just wanted to throw my two cents in. Nice. <laughs> I do want to watch that though. I bet that's really good. Yeah, I bet it's really good. It's Peter Serafinowicz as well yeah, as I a chick. Him. And I'm like, he's great. Um, but yeah, so if you've got Twitch Prime uh, or if you're interested in getting Twitch Prime, maybe this will kick you over the edge. Uh, and if you've got it, look forward to your free PC games. Nice. Add them to your, your ongoing collection of, uh, of a Steam library. Um, cool. Alrighty, so next, um, look, we don't, I don't think any, like, the three of us have, uh, Karen and I have played, we played a little the, bit. the Battle Royale. We played it for a night. Um, so Fortnite has, uh, is coming to mobile. I think it's actually out now. It's a weird, I'm not sure how out it is. I mm-hmm. know it was, like, a weird invite thing where you yeah. had to get invites from friends and stuff. Yeah. It's, um, it's bizarre. But, I mean, it's coming to Android and iOS, so, crazy town. It's got weird... Virtual joystick controls. I'm not digging really at all. Uh, I've mate, never does, liked them once in any game I've ever played. But I believe it does have uh, MFI controller support as well, so you can play it uh, with a controller. It makes sense. It, do, it does also boast like the same gameplay, same map. It is only uh, it is only battle royale. Mm-hmm. It's not like Fortnite save the world mode. But because that's the bit that everyone's playing. Battle anyway, royale right? is the part that, that you can tell every, every cares single about now. child I talk to wants to talk video games with me. Their first question is. Are you playing Fortnite? I'm like, no, I'm mm-hmm. not. But apparently, I need to because all of you are. Well, look, honestly, we, it used we, to be Minecraft. Kids in Minecraft. Now it's Fortnite. Yeah, Fort- I mean, we played it for a night, and I think we got to like top two in doubles, and it was like, <laughs> we're never playing this again. That's as good as we're gonna get. Um, and it's fun. It's free. It's free. <laughs> That's the one. And it also, from what I can tell, when we played it, it was relatively new, so no, people were playing any? it like PUBG. So it's like. If, if, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what a battle royale mode is, it's like you, you, uh, 100 players drop into a map, you're going to kill each other. It's the Hunger Games. Last, yeah, last man standing wins. Or battle it's royale. battle royale. I haven't seen battle royale, but... It's, I had it on Blu-ray. I'd lend it to someone. I could lend it to you. That's cool. It's, I don't need more things to watch. <laughs> it's so though. good, though. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the, 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 the thing with Fortnite is because it, because it is Fortnite and it's all about building bases. The, the Save the World mode is about building a base... During the day and at night, you defend it from waves of zombies. Um, you've got access to all that building ability in um, in the battle royale mode. For sometimes what I would describe as hilarious yeah. outcomes, yeah, just like building makeshift forts out of like boards and stuff. And that's what I've heard people are doing. Like, yeah. what, what, it gets down to like the last few people, and people have been collecting these resources, and they just start building towers into the sky. <laughs> nice. And it's like this almost like a sniper thing, and like people are trying to break down the towers. It's nuts. I'm like that extra element to it immediately makes it more. Interesting, at least to watch, than something like PUBG. Didn't it take over on Twitch as being, there's more viewers watching Fortnite Battle Royale now instead Mm -hmm. of uh, PUBG? It it had that huge event, like a day or so ago, where it was Drake, (laughs) Twitch stream. Even before that, though, I think they actually overtaken. In general conversation, um, Battle Royale has just been picking up steam. Again, I think the free price tag helps. Absolutely. And, absolutely. Like PUBG, it's still, it's getting patched, it's getting better, but like, the big thing for me for Battle Royale when I played it, it was a game that worked. Yep. And that helps. Like, Fortnite was a game that was already made, and then they're like, oh, we can just make this Battle Royale mode, and it just works. I and just I'm... think that's hilarious, though. I, I remember know. when Fortnite was announced years ago. Yep. Years ago when, when Cliffy three, B was, there was there still. Cliffy B was still there. It was there, because it was like after they'd finished um, Gears of War trilogy, yeah. right? And like, this was the next thing that Epic Games was going to do. It was their next thing. I remember seeing the CG release, like, announcement trailer, and I kept waiting and thinking... That game is not must be vaporware. That's never coming, is yeah. it? And then all of a sudden, it popped up again, and it was back. Like, okay, cool. 
But the and like even then they were advertising the the original concept of the game, and within months of it being out, it's just become a completely other thing which has taken over. Yeah, that's so funny. I don't think they give a shit. No, there was but rumors. It's really say, funny. There was rumors saying that Epic Games is next thing after Paragon to on the chopping block was the Save the World mode. Oh on, really? On just get rid of it. Like, it's that, there was there was rumors kicking around a while ago. I think I saw an article. that was like, is that what, the next thing to be on the chopping block? Can you imagine if they did that? Like if they put that on chopping block after because if, if it's still selling in early access mm-hmm. right now. The, and, yeah. and there's that whole thing of like it's it, you can I pay to be it. if it's not a full and actually complete release game, you could just when, say we're canceling it. So, but when it's coming is, so, out, it's meant to be free to play. Exactly when it launches, oh, really? it's supposed to be a free to play <laughs> game. Oh, so you could buy like the founders packs that would get you right like, more just inventory stuff space early, and yeah. all that yeah. shit. And then when it's finished, it'll be free to play, and you just buy that sort of upgrade yeah, stuff as you go if you want to. Yeah, gotcha. Um, that's why people always were like, "Yeah, we're dropping that." That's oh really? boy. So it's also going to have uh, crossplay with yeah. PlayStation. Wait, what? You can crossplay from because Fortnite's all about crossplay, right? It is. Yeah, but are But aren't, aren't Microsoft and PlayStation not, not... Microsoft? Okay, so you can't thing. play with Microsoft. If people. you're playing on a mobile device or presumably on PC, you can crossplay with either platform. Yeah, because just those two will never meet. Yep. Oh, they will never but they meet. did meet for a bit, didn't they? Yes. Wasn't there that like because, weird and that's moment the thing, when where Epic the... accidentally flipped yeah. the switch? Oh, man. It's uh, it's and like uh, Epic have been like out there on the on the front of the battle line, just going. Yeah. It's literally the ball is in Sony's court, and so I, that's what I've I've always thought that 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 accidental switch flipping was them just going, look how it's easy good. it is. Do you think they could do, Sony could do something at E3 this year? Remember when they did their good guy Sony thing yes. when they first announced the PS4 where they're like, here's how you trade games with friends. You know, they did the whole, yeah. that, that amazing little short, that amazing little um, video. I can imagine them doing something like that and going, all right, we've heard your wishes. Uh, we're going to allow cross-play and you can change your usernames <laughs> as well. And it's like, oh my God, PlayStation are the best by just doing things that other things are already offering. Exactly, yeah. They're going to the Apple doing technique. And the right way. The Apple, it's yeah, it's hey, the Apple technique. Hey, it's working. I'm, it does. I, like, I don't doubt it. Like, shaking my yeah, iPhone in front of Yeah, I've got mine here. So it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. It would be oh, an God. easy win before they inevitably begin the hype cycle for PS5. Mm. They just did that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we might touch on that very shortly. <laughs> in fact... I think we probably touched on it right about well, now. I was going to ask one more thing, though. With that, do we think it's crazy that this fully-fledged game is on mobile? Like, that the games it's... can just be completely on all platforms, like these Epic... Because what's Epic's Unreal, Unreal Engine, Engine yeah. yeah. And the, the Unreal Engine's big thing has always just been like, hey, this is a, an engine that can just be scaled as needed. Yep. Yeah. Is that, the, is, that gonna, is that the future, though? Are we going to see I think games might... released not just over cross-platform, the three main consoles, PC, but also on... Google phones and Apple phones. Potentially, like, I think I think next generation will be very interesting, which we're going to talk talk about really soon. Uh-huh. Sorry, but yeah. um, keep delay. I, I the gap won't will not be as big. I don't think we're going to jump when we get to the new consoles. And no, go, whoa, this is insane. It'll be like things are sharper and frame rates more stable. Yep, it's like yeah, those it's a like bit more detailed. Yeah, I think so. I think the aim now. will be just like scalable engines. Yeah, yeah. I that's yeah. Well, because yeah, you look at things like Unity as well. And, yeah, all that stuff. Like Unity's pretty, pretty. Uh, and a lot of the, a lot of those companies that made the proprietary engines, I think, are going. Why don't we do this? Like, look at Square Enix with mm. their Luminous engine. They're like, what? Well, this was dumb. Yep. <laughs> it yep. took us ten years to make a game. Ten years. Oh, what's the yeah. engine? Was it? Uh, what's the engine that Konami have left over? The Fox engine. engine. The Fox engine that's just lying in a store and somewhere hey, gathering hey, dust, basically. They used it to survive. And they're making, did they? they're making, <laughs> they're making they? cutscenes for pachinko machines with yes, it. Yes, true. 
You will get to see like, your favorite Metal Gear. I looked. I was in Japan. So I looked so hard for Metal Gear Solid Three Pachinko. Could not find fucking one. Even hey, Bobby, hit as far as the eye could see. <laughs> no problem finding an even machine. It's everywhere. Easy. <laughs> it's Could so not find Metal Gear Solid. So Konami can't even do that right. Curious. I was. I was looking hard. I, I was. I did the same because you were like, I didn't find one. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find one. I'm gonna find one. fucking see one for my life. And I just gave up. So I'm like, I was sick of. As much as I hate to say, it, I was sick of seeing the Avon machines. I'm like, oh, this again? No, it's not the one yeah, I wanted. That, that wasn't my problem. <laughs> I was just sick of seeing Pachinko. Pachinko is a weird game. I That's, do not understand yeah, that at all. I played it once, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I moved on. That was it. They love it. It was at a Ruyken. It was by myself. There was no one else around. I didn't want to be. There was an Avon machine at a Ruyken. It wasn't an Avon one. Oh, it was okay. just a, a general Pachinko machine. But gotcha. I just wanted to play it so I could be like, I've got to look at it. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, <laughs> it's fun. not. That's it. That's Joel's official but review of it. But neither are Pachinko. It's the same they thing. Oh, yeah. For it and they're so loud. Like, Ash actually couldn't go into the, the, the actual parlor. She's like, I can't. I just can't too be loud. here. It's too loud. It's smoky. I yeah. can't deal with it. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Um, okay. Speaking of future... Fu- I've got nothing. I was trying <laughs> to come up with a segue there to do with Pachinko machines. It's not happening. Um, so it's come out, uh, we're bouncing to the next, uh, <laughs> oh God, we'll just, uh, drop a ball into the next segment. There we go. There hey, you go. Hey, you got it. Hey, you got hey. there in the end. Uh, we've got a, a potential, um, uh, article here on Gaming Bolt saying, is Cyberpunk 27 also releasing on the PS5 and next Xbox, which I'm going to refer to as the next box. I hate you. <laughs> Because, no, I'm with you on that one. That's good. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Oh. Cheers. Yes, right. I got back up now. Yes. Where, what? Where's the love for Xbox 2? Xbox 2. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Just to go from that, everyone's just like, is. what's it going to be? And it's like Xbox 2. It's like... Oh. And just see fucking Phil <laughs> Spencer's boring. smug face on stage. Yeah. Just being like... And like, we did his jacket. <laughs> like the logo on there. Just a big 2. That's all it is. It's a big number 2. 2 and like Honestly, the Honestly, Xbox Next or Next Box could totally be the next one. Like, that's not even too far from being... Oh, no. Ne- next Box, next box <laughs> sounds like oh, a no. flavour of Mountain Dew. That's what it sounds <laughs> like to me. more realistic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. See? It comes pre-installed with Call of Duty. Where's, ca- where's caffeine in there somewhere to cool it down? It's got like an IV drip. Mountain Dew actually. For Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah. Dur- Doritos crumbs already on the yeah. controller. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, it's pre-crumbed. A, it's a limited Crumb. edition controller, I'll have you know. It's a day one edition. Um, <laughs> it smells somehow. You know, smelly. It somehow smells like Doritos. Yeah. There's like, you get a green one and an orange one. One smells like Mountain Dew, one that smells like... It's like a scratch and sniff controller. Oh the sweatier you get, the more oh. potent the smell. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, speaking of the future. Um, so, yeah, uh, we know it's in development. We don't know much about it, apart that it's based on a uh, like a tabletop game. Yes, tabletop RPG. Um, Old school. Which is awesome. And it's like fucking cyberpunky. <laughs> yes, and one so would it, assume. Yeah, well, I hope and so. so. Do you think it's, its title is not actually going to be Cyberpunk 2077, is it? Hey, they yeah, I think w- it might be. Actually. Everyone, really? Everyone thought that Project Octopath Traveler was like not going to be the original name. It's just, no. hey, 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 it's called Octopath Traveler. I, not well, Project Octopath Traveler. It was called Project Octopath Traveler, and that's when everyone thought working it was going to get changed. Working title? Okay, but, but no, no, one, no one really thought Bloodborne was going to stay named Project Beast. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. No, it's terrible. Project Beast. Project Beast. No, could have had the Nintendo Dolphin. The oh, NX the... is still a great name yeah. as well. Still... Yeah, you know what? There are the because the Wii was meant to be revol- was a revolution originally. Right? Yeah, now that one I will always awesome. look at and go, yep. that's a what? shame we just didn't Game stick with revolution. Was a dolphin as well. Like, GameCube was Dolphin. Like imagine what that could have meant for the Wii U. Like what would that have been? Because like the part of the problem with the Wii U was like, oh, what's called the Wii U? That was just people like the Wii. That's not the Wii's fault though. That is bad marketing. 
like Nintendo would have had to have done something with the name yeah. of the Wii U. Oh, the it would double be. revolution. Oh, of course. <laughs> the oh. Revolution. Oh. Oh. Well, oh. We are getting way hung up on names here. But, but I just want to, names are fun. They are. It's fun. The NX thing, though, while NX was a great little code name in between, it would have been an okay name for a title, for a Switch, console. Right. Switch is actually really good. Switch is really good. Person. Switch because, is like, yeah, good yeah. work. That was good <laughs> And that, like, the, the braiding with the, the clicking, like, it, it's a joke and, now, but it's, and no, it's cons off. No, it's, it's a joke. The it's same an endearing way. joke. It's yeah, not like yeah, it's yeah. not like a, oh, that's fucking dumb. Ooh, click. Like it's, it's everyone does it because it's fun to it's do. It's like yeah, and yeah. just like taking the joy cons off. Like, it fucking makes yeah. the sound. Yeah. It's like this is all of this genius. All it took was a Wii U. And you, do you know what else I think is going to be genius? Cyberpunk twenty I actually genuinely think it's going to be a good game because I'm. Okay, yeah. Well, here's the thing. CD Projekt Red. Know their shit about exactly. RPGs, <laughs> and like I, it's been well documented on this podcast and in my life in general that I don't hate fantasy as you much do as hate Ka- fantasy. as much as Karen says. It's fine to hate. I hate fantasy. high fantasy. I don't. I I do enjoy it in in certain aspects, but I don't know the it's Witcher. Not, not I th- the really good one. That wasn't the problem of the Witcher though. Like that the Witcher was, and the Lord of the Rings. It the Witcher like wasn't it. the setting that, that <laughs> it was overwhelming. Everything else. <laughs> back Wait, have you watched Lord of the Rings yet? He hasn't oh. finished the third one. I haven't watched the third one at all. I lent you my copy of the third one and it lived in the back of your car and melted there. Joel, this is this is great dishonor. <laughs> this is I'm on a podcast not... with him. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hey CD Project Red, it's... make a Lord of the Rings game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, right. Okay. Um so yeah, the, the it, it, it's in development at the moment. We know it's it's coming at some point. It will be it'll <laughs> very be, far down the road. From what we've heard, it'll be at E3. Exactly. Oh, really? Is it meant to be seeing some this year? Awesome. Mm. We'll exciting. get a pretty uh, uh, looking We'll yeah. get a schmick looking CG trailer. And I tell you what, well, the like, things of The Witcher, I've seen like those intro re- cinematics. The reveal trailer they have for Cyberpunk oh, is good. Yeah. Was, yeah. You can see a screenshot on this article that yeah. the gaming board has. And it's just like the trailer is, it's up top. Yeah, it, it just it like the trailer's cool. Yeah, and again, like the cyberpunk setting is cool, but also you you may not have played The Witcher, but CD Projekt Red make incredible worlds. Yes, when you play The Witcher, you don't play the main story. That's not that great. You do all the little side quests and hunt the monsters and See, like read the books. Knowing that now so makes cool. me want to go back to it because I was like I was getting overwhelmed. Like, yeah, oh, I've got this main quest on. Oh, there's all these people that want me to talk to them. Oh god, and there's like a fucking bulletin board. There's like eight things on there, and it's like, like they all sound really interesting, but I don't know where to start. Looking at looking at the stuff of this, like my favorite part about The Witcher Three in particular is it perfectly it gets that world that it's set in so right, like a country that's literally in between two warring countries. Yep, and you're in this battleground, and you're just riding around. The atmosphere's bleak as hell. There's corpses hanging from trees. Mm-hmm. No one really likes you. Like if they can like take the the detail and care for that world and apply it to sci-fi cyberpunk. Yes. With like, what looks like, I guess, androids hiding amongst the humans and, and who also, knows what themes. I was going to say, speaking of themes, I, in terms of like music themes, I know it's going to have a fucking amazing like synthwave soundtrack. It's going to just make me Maybe, we don't excited. know. Like, I hope so. I, I hope we get some synthwave. banjos and like... <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the banjos in particular. Yeah, that'd be amazing. The same songs the played on banjos. <laughs> on loop. I'm all, that. I'm all about that fucking oh, just that synthwave stuff. On the on the technology side of things, what engine do they do The Witcher Three on? On their their proprietary engine. Their yeah. proprietary yes. engine, and it is an it is an engine, but it's insane. I I don't remember. Is it reasonably like was it made for The Witcher Three or is it an old engine they've been it using since previous games? I think it's 
existed for The Witcher, really. Oh, really? Like, okay. Because I, I don't think they really make much else besides The Witcher at this point. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I, yeah. I... But there's a there's an incredible Digital Foundry video you can watch where... Cause so those guys know their tech. And essentially they're doing a comparison because Witcher 2 recently got Xbox One X enhancements on Xbox One. And he, he basically stacks it up against The Witcher 2 on PC, which is a game that came out in 2011. And he's just like, by the way, to run this on high on my PC, a game that came out in 2011, I have, like, the latest stuff. And even then, I have to cap the frame rate at 30. Like, these guys... Wow. These guys make insanely detailed games. Yep. So, and, like, but they still run on console. The engine is incredibly impressive. The Witcher 3 has probably my favorite weather system. Just little things like you can be riding along and you'll see, like, the wind kick up and the trees are waving. And then mm. the dark clouds come over, you're like, oh, there's going to be a fucking storm. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world in The Witcher is so good. A couple of the developers are on Cyberpunk 2077 have uh, come out and sort of said about that, them talking about what it's going to look like. It says it's going to be based on, um, it's going to have a rich, true-to-life visuals based on current and next-generation technology. That's so interesting. Current and next-generation technology. Mm. Um, I think they do mention... Uh, oh, no, they didn't mention it, though, but it's opened up the, the, the question, are we really close to a PS5, Xbox One Maybe not the reveal? Xbox. I think Xbox is doing okay. I think the One X is, yeah, doing really well. I think it's actually, yeah, I'm not surprised, but I'm, I'm happy it's doing well. Like, it helps that, it, like, like when you come down to Xbox One X versus the PS4 Pro, like, one is clearly a bigger step forward than the other. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, PS5, I mean, it, it's there's, there was rumors going around a couple of weeks ago about uh, dev kits actually being out there with developers and they're, they're working on it now. Um, my prediction at this stage, at the end of Sony's press conference at E3, we get a very similar thing to the Xbox One X reveal where they're like, here it is. Come back later in the year. We'll talk about it. I don't know if that's Sony's Another. style. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case but either. Having, I, I know. I, I I think it'll happen. Maybe not like that because like, like there's been plenty of talk over the last E threes of Sony's E three lineup has right. not been the same game. So like, true. They're whatever they're developing right now. It seems like it's wrapping up. Like when we get to E three this year, we'll have God of War. We'll have Detroit. We'll have a lot of the big hitters, mm-hmm. except for like Spider Man and Ghosts of Tsushima. And you would think and Spider- Death Stranding. Spider Man's going to be Spider Man's going to be like a later this year game, and Ghosts of Tsushima will probably be March next year. I you Could would think. Swan song. Um, yeah, that's it. Like, Day, Days Gone got oh yeah, got delayed back. till next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's twenty nineteen. That might be their March game. It's getting sent out to I die. feel, I Actually, feel no. like Ghost of Tsushima, whatever it is, yeah. Ghost of Sushi are being, is being pushed. <laughs> Ghost of Sushi. Is being, sorry, a bit racist. But it's being pushed. Uh, I don't know they even pushed. I don't think that's this year. No, or even March. No no. no, no, no. We just got that little teaser video. But at the video. same time, though, like, suck the guys making Suppose they're due for a game, aren't they? Been Sucker Punch have been quiet for a while. And, like, we oh, know that they've been yeah, working on point. a game. And this is apparently what they've been working on for... What when when did Infamous Second Son come out, or even like First Light, which was like First Light was after. like a little like Second Son was a launch title. For yes, it could yeah, be this go. year. It could it be could this be. year because they don't really have. Oh, see, the thing, I don't think Days Gone. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I can imagine going against Spider Man. They don't seem to like cross over too much. Like Spider Man appeal and uh, hardcore depends. Like, I mean, we haven't really seen gameplay that much of Ghost of Tsushima yet. We don't know. We what can I doubt it's web slinging though. You know what I <laughs> mean? No, but they will both be open world. Yeah, sure. sure. 
I then again, oh, so it would be if it's impressive, it would fit into that God of War, Horizon, Zero yeah. Dawn, early yep. next year sort of slot, wouldn't it? Um, I, just, I just don't think. I think Days Gone's down on arrival. It's like, no. They almost should just cancel the game. I just don't think because knowing that Last of Us is coming. Yeah, that's the thing that sucked all the air I out of its. I don't think anyone gives a shit. As shitty as is, like, the best thing would to do is it's still obvious because the game's pretty far along by the looks of it. Put it out at like a. $60 price point, nah. Australian price point, like a cheaper budget game. You could do that. Because I'm still kind of interested in it. The whole motorbike thing interests me. Yeah. I don't know. It's You know what? Because it's first it's first party, right? It's only... It's going to be it's a PlayStation Bend, exclusive. It? It's, yeah, it's Sony Bend, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll release it anyway. I was going to say, if it, wasn't any, if it wasn't too much further than that, the thing becomes, don't bother with it because the marketing becomes too expensive. Yeah, true. It's like what they did with... Oh, what's a good example of this? This happens with movies and stuff sometimes. They're just like, ah, oh, the whole thing's made, we're just going to release it because it would cost too much to market the thing. True. Um, they could very easily just throw it in the bin, but... Sometimes movies just get dropped. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just get dropped on Netflix too. Yes, now, like Annihilation. <laughs> yeah, Annihilation. That's a travesty, by the way. I watched that last I, night. I yeah. wish I'd seen it on it's the big screen. Cool. Yeah. It's really God good. Um, but then Cloverfield's apparently no good. <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite thing. That makes me sad. But... You could, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe make it a budget thing. I think um, that we could, I mean, look. Give this, it, you know what? Attach it to a demo of something everybody wants. This Last is, of us yeah. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> that yeah. would sell it. This it is, would sell this it. This is shitty though, because like, uh. Metal Gear Solid 2 trail, uh, get, this, demo gets attached to it. Oh, <laughs> oh it's done oh, by. There's, yeah, why um, not? <laughs> there's a, um, this is like Sony Ben's kind of like, this is their be all end all. This is their make this or break. Their, this is their prove it game. Yeah. Last, like, last proof of game we had was Ready at Dawn with a, The Order. Ooh. And we, Ready at Dawn do their own thing now. <laughs> yep. They oh. certainly don't work for Sony. Look, and that's the, that's the shitty thing. Like, again, it wasn't a bad game. It was just very short and it was not much game. No, it wasn't much. It was a lot of cutscenes. Uh, and it looked amazing. My that housemate and I got the platinum in that game in one weekend rental. Yep. So that was good. Yeah, I rented platinum. as well. I rented as well. I don't think I, I missed out on the platinum. By the yeah, way, you didn't miss It was just like, like a little care. Days Gone's just coming out the wrong time. It's like the tech is obviously very impressive. All those zombies look really cool. The mm-hmm. idea that it's an open world thing is cool. All those things sound good. But you're trying to establish a new brand inside. We're already oversaturated with zombies. Yes. Yeah. And... Especially with the last dozen announcement, the last dozen is a big one. It just gets right. It just is eating into your same. Because audience. you're like, okay, so Days Gone was cool. It's got the zombies and all that, but it, you, I can almost bet that its narrative and all that, even its gameplay, probably won't be as well crafted. What's left to be too. said with exactly. zombie games at this point? Really, what's left to be said? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, it's zombies in general, really. Well, I mean, this whole Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven thing brings up an interesting point about like, do do you think we need a new generation of consoles already? I'm in the hard no category. But that's because I'm okay. First of all, I'm still knee deep in games I haven't finished. Yeah, from, true. From across the various. No, platforms. but you know what? When they do the transition into the next generation, it's not a good time to catch up. Yeah, I... because they just they don't have a lot of stuff for the first year. Those yeah, first true. few games are often like things like uh, and crop... what's he called? That stupid platformer that Sony Nah Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, oh. na... No, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, classic Joel going straight from the Zinger! Lord of the Rings, pew, pew. Crash. He just has nothing sacred to him. 
the no, like your knacks and stuff like that sort yeah. of fill up. And so, and what they do to fill up is go, oh, here's the remastered version of uh, The Last of Us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or That's Tomb Raider and stuff. So it's actually a good time to catch up potentially. It might be that little because because so many games like games. they're aiming to release, you know, launch window. Ah, oh, crap. We're struggling with the new tech. We need a little bit more time. Oh, yeah. We got to push this back six, yeah. twelve months. And so you gotta get this breather. The first year of a console is never, except for the Switch, is never yes. amazing. Oh, oh god, yeah. the Switch. Jesus, the first year of that console. But they, it's ne- it's never amazing. It's always that. Like I never buy, except for the Switch. I never buy consoles, <laughs> except for Nintendo consoles. I, mean, yeah, I bought the Switch and the, the Wii at launch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did too. But Wii U was a console I didn't buy at launch. See, I, I bought I it sure much did. later on, and I played it. About a couple of hours of that zombie game. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. But zombie that's the thing, right? Or you, zombie. Zomb- zombie you. You wait until that game comes, it's yeah. going to pull you in. For me, it was Batman Arkham Knight. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger. And I think Metal Gear Solid 5 is about to come out as well. Oh, so yeah. that's the, that is the end of going to pull the trigger. See, on. mine was, mine was Destiny because I knew you guys were going to be playing it. And I played the beta on PS3 and I'm like, man, this would be fun to play with my friends. Well, that, 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 the Vaseline on the screen. That, yeah, that, that, yeah, and <laughs> also really they crazy. all have it on PS4. They're all going to get it on PS4. And then, yeah, my wife was very lovely and jokes on you we don't play destiny anymore. thank goodness yeah. you've got that xbox one for oh, I know. your I, birthday so you can I've, play sea of thieves with this totally i've brought that up many a time i hope show. those servers are ready <laughs> it says oh, right there i actually that preload should be very soon too i was wondering about that is that something we can do or not well especially with the game pass can the i'm definitely going to do that because like what tuesday it comes out yep i've got wednesday off I'm gonna watch a bit of the wire, but I'm ready to jump I, in when you guys are. I'm working for all week, but I'll 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 jump in. I have when I my can. morning and evening. Yes, yes, Fuck yes. I'll do evening. Pirates. With you. I'll do evening. I have my um, own Xbox, so there's now two in my house. Mm-hmm. Look, I mm-hmm. you know I I I've already said that I don't really need to upgrade like to a to a uh, like a PS4 Pro or anything like that because I don't have the TV that's going to take the capabilities for it. So it, I mean, if they're going to do this and they're going to be like these games are going to be cross-platform and oh, like cross-generation. Cross-generation is um, going to be big, I think. Because, I, I, again, I don't think it's going to be a huge jump. I agree. I yeah. Especially if we're starting to see, like, theoretically, if they're saying, for, are we going to see more of this Unreal Engine scalable stuff, though? I, I think so. Could we be seeing the lifespan of the PS5 go to 10 years, but if you want just you jump in sorry the PS4 go for 10 years mm-hmm. and you jump into the PS5 whenever you're ready? It could release it in could 2019. Be. Yeah. And that there's most games are coming out. Because it's always a matter of when's that first game that you can't buy on your generation of consoles that you yep. really want. Yep. Or even, even, if it's, even if it's on both, you're like, but I want to play the best version. Or yeah. if you, it's on both and your friends are all getting it for the one, the, the shiny new consoles that you, they bought. If, if, if this comes to pass and we get more cross-generational stuff, how likely is it that you think, well, I mean, Death Stranding almost definitely seems like it will be. Yep. If this 100%. happens, like I feel like Death Gen- like Death Stranding is such a, we saw like what a split second of gameplay. <laughs> if you want to believe Kojima on that, where you're in the in the underwater sequence, is it possible it, that, that that in in the way that 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 part of of that whole thing is playable in the game, <laughs> in the game, not in that trailer, not in the trailer, but it is playable. When do we think realistically Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is coming? They've been very vague on the window. I th- if it's going to be at E three, like you got to think that they're ready to talk about it. Yeah. That, do you think? Have... Do you think it's end of this year? I don't think it's end God of this no. year. No. So you think it's next year, right? I think it might be next. Year. Okay. I think so end of next year for sure. 
end of next year. I'm okay. Going to check when The Witcher Three originally came out. Well, that's the question that... I want to know, right? So, what's the tale on The Witcher Three been? Because maybe they're thinking about this, thinking because Witcher Three came out what towards the start of the. It was around the March area. And you should check window. when the, the no, up... but what, the, in terms oh. of the PS4, Xbox One life cycle, like mid. It was like a mid. It was 2015. Yeah. It came out. Okay, so it came out when two this... years ago, right? Mm. So it's been two year tail on this thing, but, right? Yeah, how long? How long was it since they've obviously finished working on it with Blood and Wine DLC? Because that was the last DLC. Yeah, well, cause... and those DLCs are meaty. That's so what like, I'm thinking. Blood, right? Blood and Wine is as long as nearly as long as a week. Exactly, they're a full so team DLC. What like... I'm wondering is if they underst- if they found out with The Witcher that they can have these long tails and just keep building on the same game mm. for as long as they've got content to add to it, right? What if they're thinking? Okay, so the next PlayStation comes approximately... Oh, sorry, sorry, Cyberpunk comes out end of next year. Let's just say mid-next year to cut the cord. Just have okay. the difference, right? Yeah, mid-next year. So it's over a year away still. If you've got a tale of at least two years on it, they're just thinking, well, we want to bleed into that. So that so that could be... It could be still 2020 before we get the next yeah. PlayStation on that one. And they might even have True. a longer tale because they want to do go further with what they did with... Um, the Witcher 3 have more than just the two expansions have five expansions yeah. have it, could, it be a, a living thing where I it think that, seems like Cyberpunk heading towards really I think, right. and I think Cyberpunk games as a service yeah, but, like, yeah. but and that's the tricky thing like adapting out to single player games and I think content it's almost like a better way of doing the whole episode remember when episodic was the whole big thing and like obviously with the telltale yeah. games they tried to do it with and they're still trying to do it half-life and whatever right and they've talked about doing it with oh my god wait a second is final fantasy 7 remake going to be a ps5 was... of this what <laughs> hey they, they kingdom are... hearts 2 might kingdom hearts 3 might hey, be this uh, right square enix is hiring core staff for the 7 remake <laughs> oh that's <laughs> there good you go. It's they're hiring it's they're a hiring game like, fucking no question oh. but that was also meant to be episodic they're right so it so, what if a better way to do episodic is to release a full game, right? A full 60 to 100 hour game RPG like you expect from um, these guys to make. And then your episodes are just really meaty expansions. Yeah. Where every 12 months maybe, or possibly even longer, who gives a and shit? The, the thing is, we don't know anything. Because like, you can just patch games to the end of the earth anyway. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, like, with The Witcher, like, that, and especially The Witcher 3, you already had an existing character that you played as from two games before. This is a completely new thing. Yeah. They could, yeah. This game could set itself up that you play as multiple characters and What's there's the, multiple yeah. stories that you want to tell within this world that you can branch yourself out and you're not restrict like restricted to the one character being pl- the playable character every time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would be okay with games doing... I mean, I didn't actually play them, but uh, Bioshock Infinite did the burial... Mm. Oh, yeah, burial. Where you played as Elizabeth, and that was sort of their own mm-hmm. like extra content for that game Going if you wanted to play Going back to, to, um, to Rapture yeah, as well. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, in, if, say, Cyberpunk did this, and you played through the whole 60-hour game as one character, and then maybe they dropped, like, a 15-hour mini-story. Yeah. Where you play as someone else yep. in that world, just reuse the setting and all it's that. It's like a fan-favorite character. Like, that'd be cool. Uh, like they, a fan-favorite character they've noticed that, like, people really took to in, like, early tests I, of it. And there's then, just a lot of potential, I think, yeah. for that stuff. For, like, making your games last longer. And I think mm. everyone's sort of looking for it. Absolutely. It's easier for those multiplayer games, like Overwatch and Street Fighter and all that, that are already a game as a service feature where you put one out at the start and then you just add to it yep it's almost like what they've done in a way with gta 5 where they've released that it is a full story mode and then there's this whole other multiplayer thing that uses the same city the same world and then they've just added to that over and over and over and and over and over again kept like it's kept that game at the top of the charts that's at right yeah it's nuts like yeah 
It's still sailing like crazy. Ridiculous mm. numbers. So, yeah. I wonder if other things are trying to emulate that. Because it's one thing to try and emulate Battle Royale. It's another thing to try and emulate what um, your Overwatch and stuff's doing. So, but who's really trying to emulate what GTA's doing at this point? Because mm. everyone's too scared I mean, apart to... from Red Dead will do well, that. Well, that's the thing. I'll be interested to see what Red Dead does. Like, and how much of that game will be online? If that... Because if it works in Red Dead, if a, a Western setting can do even half of what GTA V's done in terms of its multiplayer online yep. longevity, then there's no reason a sci-fi game could yeah, do Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I don't mean to say that's what's going to happen. Like, it doesn't sound like that's necessarily what CD Projekt Red have done in the past. There's no reason to think they're going to do that now. But it's... Like, that thing that working on current and next-gen technology just could mean so many things. And yeah. I don't think it necessarily dates that the PS5 is this I mean, year, it, next year, or even the year after. It could mean VR. They might be doing some sort of VR support for it. I know that that's still... That's true, too. Well, what's the average lifestyle of a console? It's about seven years, isn't it? It's changing. And we're getting into four or five at the moment. And it, but yeah, this I can around. still see it being two years the out. The thing is, too, like, this generation is a bit fucked up in terms of the fact that we've had things like we've the PS4 the Pro, yeah. we've had the Xbox One X, like, we've had those, like, Even the, iterations. Like, it, I love it, but the Switch sort of just come out, came out at a weird time. Yep. Where it, it came out early because it needed to, really. Mm. Of course, yeah. The Wii U was doing nothing for Nintendo. Ooh, yeah. And, I mean, people are always starting to ask the question, like, when will we see a Switch revision in the future? Because it won't be able to keep up forever. Not this year, they said they're not working on hardware. I mean, I, sh- I would hope not this year. Fucking over. <laughs> Somehow we'll get a new 3DS this year, I don't know how. There'll be a new one. Well, we've got the 2DS XL. How do, you, how do you take that down from there? <laughs> do you just sell like a... I, they sold the Game Boy Micro that was like a fucking True. credit card so that you could play games you'll, on. You'll be able to buy like a screen that has like a pad that attaches to it. Yeah, probably. It'll be, like, it'll be really small <laughs> and that'll be it. That'll be the last DS. It, oh God, I don't even want to think about that. Um, Did you hear that Tamagotchi's finally coming to mobile? It's out. I did actually. It's out? I think. Yeah, Why I think did I read this that happen before. a million years ago? I don't know, man. Let me let me do some fact checking now while we're while when we're gonna get when's Pikachu gonna come back? Huh? On the remember the Tamagotchi Pikachu they had? No, like the little. Oh, I can't well, then they had the um little Pokemon one. What's it called as well? They had the the Pokemon Walker as well with oh there was always the Pokemon yeah Walker, Pokemon Walker which I had and never never that was great. I, I, so I've been going through a lot of old shit recently, and I found my Pokemon Walker. And I put it in the bin. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Walker. I'm glad I didn't invest in like the Pokemon Go thing. Super super happy. I found one of those at work. And I used it for about a week. I was like, this is great. And then it got fucking annoying because I was at work and I was like, this is going to be great. I'll be at work. I'll be able to hatch eggs. <laughs> I'll catch all these Pokemon. I caught all the same Pokemon because I was walking around the same fucking area all the time. <laughs> and I also, um, it kept flashing every 30 seconds. And I was like, this is not good. Wait, are we talking about the Pokemon Go thing? Pokemon Go, oh. yeah. You bought one of those? I found it at work. Oh, okay. Thank, that. That's good. And no one came back for it. They threw it away. I didn't, well, I didn't kept steal it. You found it in I the bin. I didn't steal it. It, was, it definitely wasn't the theft. You can be honest, um, Joel. While you're looking for the Tamagotchi thing, Joel, what do we want to see? Uh, like, if we're going to get new consoles, what do you really hope we're going to get out of them? What, what would you want? I, for one, imagine it's going to be primarily digital downloads and the only thing that's stopping that from working for me is the hard drive size yes. just start me off with a 5 terabyte hard drive in that thing so I don't feel like I'm going to fill it up in any 10 yeah, seconds yeah. even now I barely download online games and, and, and install them on my hard drive and every time I have to install a new game it's like oh not enough hard drive space but there's like 36 gig there yeah. so it's telling me I need to get rid of two more it's weird because Rubbish. I remember people were like raking Nintendo over the coals they're going oh the Switch has got no internal memory I'm like well to be fair I've got a PS4 that has 500 gig I'm always having to delete stuff. Exactly right. Because games on the PS4 are like 50, 60 gig inside. What is the internal memory on the Switch? Oh, 
128? Maybe 128. It's really small. It's Yeah, yeah it's small. I, I don't think it's that. You know, I've got my Switch here. Oh, anyway, you, while it's you're doing that, I'll give you... SD. At least SD cards don't cost the Earth. If you, like, get a solid state hard drive and put it inside your PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you, well, yeah. Well, I because I changed my hard drive for my PS3. I can't do it on my PS4 because I have PT. <laughs> oh no! PT is like it is shackling. Oh, no. Yeah. My uh, PS4. While you're 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 fact checking your Switch, we'll do the fact checking segment. <laughs> uh, my Tamagotchi Forever is out now on Android and iOS. Let me <clears throat> install your childhood right onto your phone. This is as of. The 15th of March. So we're all downloading this Sweet. after the podcast, yeah. right? I am. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, I, don't, I, I cannot figure out why I didn't do this years ago. It was yeah. a no-brainer. I think they, there was, like, knockoff ones, for sure. I think, I'm pretty sure there were lots of knockoff things. Um, what about you? What do you want to know? Console. What, next-gen con- yeah, console? Yeah, what do you need? I don't know. That's the thing, right? It's hard to know. But, just... like, you, you want to upgrade... You... If you'd asked me, though, that last year, like, or, or like, two years ago before we knew what the Switch was... You would have said the Switch. Uh, no, but I wouldn't have said that. That's the thing. Now I've seen that. I, was I feel like, like I've, always, I've wanted the Switch, basically. I mean, the Switch I've wanted since... The Wii U. The Wii U. Yeah, true. That um, was the obvious next step. I, I was worried know. they weren't going to do that. I'm very happy that they did. I, I don't know. So I, well. I just want to go crazy wild. Let's go fucking full Ready Player One. Haptic oh, suits. Completely for Easter eggs. In the Oasis. In the Oasis. Yeah, man. Do you I think they could come via... Like, do you think they're willing to do that? Is VR... Like bundled as, with the actual console instead of an yeah. actual add-on? There was talks of that. I mean, people speculating that that might be the case with the PS5. Do you think we're at a point where... You remember when the Xbox One launched and the whole thing was it was always online, it's cloud, yep. you know, yep. that that might just be... We get to a point where, where people just accept that that's reality. Like... This always happens. We get shitty because of DLCs too expensive. And, like, first it was horse armor. Then it was season passes. Now it's loot boxes and all this sort of stuff. And we get just used to them. Yeah. What if the Xbox One was just our initial fuck you, and we next time it happens we go, yeah, all right, I guess it's time. For me... And we just accept that it's time for that stuff. For me, the big part was when Xbox One was going to come out, my internet sucked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, Joel. It sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing this up. Enjoy your superior internet conversation. I'm sorry. It's fine, but now I can see it working. Yeah, me too. I'm less against the idea because I'm like, oh, I can download a 20 gig game, a 30 gig game in no time. They just need to find ways to make sure. The thing is, so many games have online components that I want to play. They just need to make it so that if I'm not online, the single play component still works. Yeah, if I'm not online, because because internet internet does crash. Like yes, things go wrong. Your your router fucks up. Whatever. And I still want to be able to play the single player component of the game if I can, if possible. Yeah, absolutely. So as long as that's there and it's not telling me I can't play if I haven't been online for twenty four hours or some bullshit like that. Yeah, you haven't done your online check in or anything. Like yeah, that. that to me seems like a Black Mirror episode. Like <laughs> you haven't checked in in twenty four hours. You are mm-hmm. locked out of your console like that, and then from there, like it starts to take over your house or something. I don't know. Did it? Yes. How much? I'm gonna make this a thing. You've got to guess. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. How okay. much internal memory do you think the Switch has? Oh, now, now I want to say 64 gig. Okay. Is that your answer? Yeah. Joel, what are you working I was going to say 64 gig as well. It's 32. 32. Ooh, Fuck me. 32. You know what's crazy? I haven't filled it up somehow yet. I, I, so, I did the other day. I hit, I yeah, hit but you're all. Mr. Indie. Yeah. You've downloaded I, every game that's ever hit the eShop. I, I have. I have. <laughs> joking, so. I've downloaded the good ones. Yeah. I, I filled I it up. I've, I've got Xenoblade installed. So Xenoblade 8 actually is a chunk of that. But yeah, 32 gig. Yeah. It's ex- it's memory expanded. You can go up to like two terabytes when those SD cards are available. What's well, the thing that SD cards aren't 
and like they aren't crazy expensive to Not get for like a, a reasonable of, yeah like a couple hundred gig exactly and considering it's portable as well you well you expect that yeah and that that's true and you expect to pay a little bit anyway yeah yeah that's true yeah you could just mm. because you because you, your cards. hands on the console most of the time yeah it's not like yeah swapping that out and the, having to go to my console mm. take the thing yeah totally so I can see yeah, that it's reasonably convenient I, I don't get pissed off when I have to change my memory card on my camera I guess I shouldn't get pissed off when I change my memory card on my do switch you know, do you know what I hate changing discs <laughs> yeah you're done with that aren't you I hate it that's the future is, is that it though is it there's I, no more physical media I don't know I think you still mm. have it there I feel like oh no sorry I just figured out the next console let's finish your thought though oh no well my thoughts is like I think that there's maybe one more gem of physical media left I think so. It's, more... it's, it's, it's limping out. I mean, I, I personally might be done, but I think they want to... I think I'm too scared to just cut off completely yet. I'm done. The amount of times where you've jumped online, like, jumped online and said, you want to play Overwatch? I'm like, yeah, they go to play it. And I've still got Monster Hunter in there. I'm like, fuck, I have to get up. It's literally a, a meter and a half of that away. And I'm like... The other big factor is digital pricing has gotten so much better. That yeah, was the main barrier. Like, the reason you would buy physical well, is you'd go to... that was the thing I was going to suggest. Maybe the next console is you... Maybe you don't even buy the console. Maybe you rent the console as subscription price. Mobile phone style. Mobile phone style. Like contract. That comes with... No, but it's not a contract. Mm-hmm. It comes with you're paying for the service and you have access to all the games that go onto that. What's the I... It becomes Netflix. Because all of a sudden, all the money goes directly to... It's like net, like what they're trying to do with the Game Pass. That's the thing. I think that's Microsoft's way forward. I think they might... I think that might be everyone's mate way forward. Netflix... Netflix streaming services and music streaming services are the... the that's how it's True. happening. That's, that is the way all media is going to be sooner. It's interesting because I think it'll work better for... I don't know if it'll work as well for Sony, but Nintendo oh, yeah. is genius. Imagine paying a yearly subscription for Nintendo and you get all their games. Well, you said too about... And, you, like, only, and you, like, you want your Nintendo games for your Nintendo platform. You but said if, about even subscription-based, like, not necessarily just streaming services, but like in America, MoviePass has just launched. Yeah. And that's huge. Mm. It's like 10 bucks a month and you can go and... I want to get the cash down. See movies. And, then... like, and like that consistent cash that has no end. And they're banking. I was talking to you about this with that. Uh, no, I was talking about uh, your housemate with this, about um, Xbox Game Pass. He's like, I, he's like, I don't know how they're doing the like CFDs and like day and date on Game Pass. I'm like, it's getting people on the service. Exactly. And then getting yeah. people to forget about the service so they yeah. can keep collecting the money. At this point, as nefarious as that sounds, that's exactly what they're trying to at do. At this point, because I, I have so many, I had to cut some services from my my yeah. monthly subscription. Yeah, but like as far as Microsoft goes, the Xbox had a disastrous launch, and mm-hmm. I mean they sort of half salvaged it with a One S. It's a really nice thing, and the One X is also quite good. But I think the Games Pass is just a way of going. Okay, buy an Xbox, pay us ten bucks a month play all our first-party games. Yep. If I didn't have a large pile of games to play through, I would be on Game Pass. That, that, yeah. I'd be happily paying pay $10 a month. So, yep. It's a great idea, and in the right circumstances, I would use it. When, when games, we'll I'll, I'll be playing CFPs on Games Pass. I mean, that's why I'll be doing that. Exactly. Well, that's the debate I'm having. My brother and I, because our birthdays are both around the same time, end of March, start of April, God and our thing you, was... So if you guys, because you both bought each other Xbox, We bought each other Xbox. <laughs> <Christmas. laughs> what if you both bought each other CFPs? That was the idea, right? We both bought each other CFPs, but now we're both going, it's like, wait, am I buying you like a six-month Game Pass subscription, or am I buying you the physical copy? I'm not really sure anymore. Because worth noting, you've got to get the game and then live. Well, either way, we've got to do that. Even if yeah. we buy the game physically, we still have to get live. 10 bucks for, for the Games Pass, play CFEs, and be an extra for live. As yeah. opposed to paying like 60 for CFEs and then 
I think I still have a fourteen day free trial. I'm still sitting on, on the trial for live. And my game's my trial. Idiot. But also with live, you still get your games with gold as well. You do. That's true too. That's I have I have grabbed a few of those. Um, yeah. Maybe Gaming will be interesting. I'm really excited for E3. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be. I'm mainly oh. excited for E3 for Nintendo. Nintendo's going to be E3, mm-hmm. but like, I'm I'm just I'm curious about Sony. Like, what's Microsoft's next step? And that's now? yeah. They've, yeah. Got, they've got games passed. So Halo. There's got, Halo's ready to be announced. Next Halo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't think, it, don't think Gears. Gears. It's a possibility, but I doubt it. Fable, as we were discussing last week, is probably likely. Fable's a lot. Do you think that'll be announced? Do you think that they haven't been working it's, out long enough, surely? It's been... Yeah, I reckon. You reckon they'll tease I reckon, it? I reckon they'll tease it. I don't know what else they can bring. <laughs> they fucking teased Halo 5 they, Guardians, like, two years out. They'll get was, Anthem or something like that. It's, exclusive, it's, Not exclusive to the console, but they'll get that oh, shown. Anthem. Oh, they will, because they'll be... I'm a bit worried about Anthem now. Oh, yeah, a, me too. A year ago, I was psyched on Anthem, yep. and since uh, Destiny fell in a hole, yeah. And EA just being... Dicks yeah, I'm a bit worried the anthem might. I'll not. miss Spyware when they get shut down in yep. this time. Yep. Oh, but it's also worth mentioning that Microsoft just the other day came out saying, "Hey, we're going to have a huge E3, guys," which could be all just like puffing up their chest. But Phil Spencer's also, good at that. Like, better a, or worse. It's a big deal to set expectations, though. Yes. Like if you set expectations and then not deliver, fuck, people get pissed off when the direct doesn't have a massive smash mm. announcement. Do you know what I mean? Yep. No one, my, Nintendo never promised anything and any nope. of these things. But if it doesn't have a massive, just one more thing, people say it was a failed direct. So you tell me you're going to have a massive E3 and you have a people, okay E3, people we were, are going to sh- yeah, kill you. Yeah, we were talking about, like, the That's other day... It must have something. We were talking mm. about on the weekend as well about how, like, leakers are copying the brunt now when their leaks are wrong. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And people are like, oh, you said that it would be like this. Like, I'm a fucking, like... These are this is all hearsay and speculation that I've heard and I'm telling you. Laura Kate Dale was copying it the other day yeah, because she said March and someone gave a specific date and everyone's like, why didn't it come out on Friday? She's like, I never said a specific date. I said March. Yep. Someone else said that. Don't fucking get I mean, on me for that one. The internet with their pitchforks and their torches will always be yep. hard to to like bat away. But yeah, with, with the focus on like, well, Leak is just getting all the info. Old man days, yells at cloud. That's, that's basically <laughs> the internet. That'll be me at E3 when 7 Remake's not there. I'll be really? on a cloud. Uh, yelling at cloud. <laughs> oh, we're getting Kingdom Hearts this year, aren't we? We are getting... Well, yeah, <laughs> you hope. <laughs> with, you hope. With the Frozen World. They might be They might be, They might might be. be still hiring yeah. for it. You don't know. No, um, I think Kingdom Hearts is okay. They're hiring for 7 Remake. That's yeah. the one to worry about. Kingdom Hearts is coming. I'm, that, that is, I just thought about it. It's my most anticipated game of the year. I will, I will drop everything to play that game. I have to play it. It's going to be a confusing mess. It'll I'll, make no sense, but I'll play it. it. That's Shit. why I'm going to play it, because I... I have no connection to the series, so... I wonder if they'll do a realistic Winnie the Pooh world like the new movie. They won't do it in the cartoon style. They'll do it like the live-action style. I think we are... I think we need to wrap this up. <laughs> I think we've hit that. That's next, the... Next, next week, Kingdom Hearts podcast. <laughs> I, just, I was going to say... I, no, Can I, just, I come back to the Kingdom Hearts episode? Yes. I'll do that. I, I, I just saw, like, you know, when you mentioned the live-action thing, like, Kyron, like, the vessel <laughs> in Kyron's, like, temple pop out. Sorry. Sorry. We're going down to Kingdom Hearts. Oh, shit. I want to talk Kingdom Hearts more than anyone, because I think there's so much stuff they can put in that fucking game. And Smash... Smash, Smash and Kingdom Hearts. Smash, I can contribute to Kingdom Hearts. Two, two podcasts right there. My <laughs> wife knows more about Kingdom Hearts than I do, so. Because there, there, there are, um, game trailers did a really good Kingdom Hearts retrospective. Just watch that before the game. Yeah. Maybe I should, actually. Because yeah. I, I want to play it because it has a fucking Toy Story world. 
Animal no, no, Monsters yeah, Inc. No, no, World. Play three and go back and play the other ones later if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I might do that. Don't, like... don't. It's too... I Even I would like to. I played them one and two at it's least. too much. It's too much. It's, they, they, they're massive games. Yeah. And they're really slowly paced I was, at the start. I was thinking you know, about Kingdom Hearts 1 is impossible to go back to. It's really what? difficult, isn't it? And we I get it's not, especially because the first three worlds are kind of lame. They like, Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. is ugly. The Latin world is small, and what's the other one? Jungle Book, the uh, Jungle Book is Tarzan a, one, is a, yeah, and Hercules one. too. They're not great worlds. They get better later on. Well, not before Christmas. That's, like, oh, yeah. that's all I've played of the of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. That's why I started. The that's the thing. You know, it's the okay, start okay, is slow. Cool. It gets way better as it goes right. into it. RPGs are bad for that. I think they're getting better. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, how many times have we talked about on air and off air about like wanting to play through Persona Five again? <sighs> Anime starts next month. Oh boy, get ready for like. 26 weeks of us reliving Persona 5. Fucking A. <laughs> When's the last episode of Super out? Next weekend. Next weekend. Next wow. weekend, the, there was the second last was today. Oh, was that today? Yes. Oh, cool. Had speaking a, of... Had a ridiculous... I will like, scrub thing through the YouTube, yeah, YouTube rip. Speaking of uh, episodes and ending, <laughs> I think it's about time we maybe wrap this you one up. just call this episode Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to be mad about Android 17 not being dead in Super. He's alive. Oh. He's alive. Somehow. Why is that bad? Because he blew himself up, but didn't. But he didn't appear back on the stadium bit. So no, how? Because he was, mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, he was dead. Oh. But he's not dead. Oh. You've been listening he showed up to the said Goku today. Oh, so dialogue off so his podcast. Week, Android uh, seventeen, and alive. Goku versus yeah, Jiren. Right, right. Spoilers for Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, just, just, I actually was talking over you. I was okay. doing. I was starting to. I was starting to outro the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like doing a bit of ASMR there for you guys. <laughs> um, all right, I think it's uh, it's about time. Maybe she'd bow. All right, just because Joel's dragging us away. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that the hours. The, the, it's already two hours. It's my fault. I made this a train wreck. No, it was, it's, <laughs> it was, a, it was our a, podcast. This it was is a life. beautiful train wreck. I'd live it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, thanks for listening to our train wreck, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on that train of thought, I guess. Uh, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just dialogue options. If you want to. If you're listening to us on whether podcast platform of choice, whether it be Podbean or the iTunes one, or maybe just the regular old, I don't know, my my phone's got a built-in podcast. Podbean? I said Podbean. Oh, right? good, sorry. They were the first ones I said, because they host us. Because <laughs> we pay them. Uh, feel free to like chuck us some likes and stars and shares and scrubbles. Scrubbles. Get the scrubbles. Say. Get them. I don't even know if you can... I want to know if you can scrubble podcasts on Last FM. FM. Uh, yeah. If you want to send us an email... You can do that if you want. We check it occasionally. Uh, you can send it over to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. As for all of our individual social media accounts, I'm on Twitter at LemonManX, but today I was tweeting about seeing Attack on Titan, and it was good. It was good. I saw it as well. And unlike, this is not intentional in any way, but unlike EA, I just saw Attack on Titan, and on Tuesday I can go buy an Attack on Titan game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably going to be good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where um, uh, the last thing I retweeted, I, I put up a really funny picture that kind of reminded me of Sunset Overdrive. I did like those. Oh, I saw that, yeah, that was really cool. good. I, I, I was I've been meaning to do one of those types of tweets for ages and never had anything to it do just, with it. I was, I, I was walking through St. Kilda, I was going to the bathroom and I saw them. I was like, i got to do it. And so it's probably one of my most popular tweets that I've released. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, one, one other thing I retweeted was like... Um, the trailers for different uh, Smash games. So it was like the Villager trailer. Dear Villager, you've been cordially invited to the next Smash Brothers. We look forward to seeing you in battle. The Duck Hunt trailer. Uh, Yo, sup, we're here. Want to join Smash Brothers? And then the Inkling trailer. You are with us now. There is no escape. Hail Sakurai. <laughs> <laughs>
Those penguins are going to get the shit beat out of them. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. It is just the most terrifying, like, ominous. I, I just have flashbacks to Chibi Robo with these, like. Yeah, that feels so much more ominous now. Uh, but, Mr. Broderick Gordon, where can I find you? <laughs> Plug your stuff. We do it for uh, you all the time. You can do it yourself this week. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter at BGordis, B G O R D S, where actually today I just put up some posts, some tweets about, um, Product placement of video games in oh. in TV shows. Did you bring up um, Kevin Spacey playing Call of Duty in what's that show? Fucking we House of Cards. House yes. Cards. No, I didn't because I haven't watched House of Cards yet. I did two examples from Breaking Bad that are yeah. pretty egregious, and oh, one yeah. and the one the ma- the one today because I'm watching. So my podcast that I do is Hunting Seasons. It's a TV podcast with me and my good friend Damask Leary. Uh, watch a season of television each and every week, and then discuss it in depth on the podcast. Um, and we're doing The Wire season four currently, and there was a brilliant one account today where the character is playing Halo Two, and for some reason the game's HUD has Halo Two written at the bottom of the screen because that makes perfect <laughs> sense. That was in Halo Two, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Just in case, you get like comatose on like Mountain Dew and Doritos, and you forget what game you play. <laughs> you wake up, what am I? Just, oh, Halo Two, fine. Okay, it's fine. I'm just imagining games that just have their title permanently scrolled <laughs> on the screen like, as watermarked, a watermark. Yeah, yeah, just I love a, it. Suit my Odyssey at the bottom of the screen. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Technically, the photo modes do. The photo modes do I have those. That, man. Like, use those yeah. like copyrights and stuff. My favorite one that I did post though was in Breaking Bad. There's a scene where Jesse is playing Rage. You remember Rage, yes. the yes. software game? I remember that scene. But he's playing it with a light gun, and yep. I don't believe there was ever a light nope. gun nope. version of that game. Nope. And when he pauses the menu, it also says Rage, which I love as well. <laughs> yep. So product, the product placement's there. But the uh, yeah, so dialogue options. Also, I highly recommend we're doing the Y season four is coming out late That's next us. week. We're dialogue options. Sorry, you've done this before. <laughs> I did it before. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting Seasons thank you very much Hunting Seasons uh, we're doing The Wire Season 4 that's coming late next week we've, d- we've done all of The Wire up till that so far we just did Jessica Jones Season 2 last week and even if you haven't watched the show a few things we have a new segment at the start lots of TV news or just what we've been watching we have a non-spoiler review so you can watch listen up to that point and after that I highly recommend you just keep watching Jessica, the, listening to the Jessica Jones podcast because it's not worth watching oh. so oh. just listen to us to bits scathing seriously scathing. though it's yeah no I actually I really do like the new format of your podcast thank I mean, you it's really great I, it's, like, I love all the little bumpers and things as well and it's really it's really schmick I like it thank a you. lot thank well, you very much yeah we're gonna end now but we didn't even talk about the Avengers trailer Oh, oh <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Holy moly. Are you going to come to the... There's no midnight screenings, apparently. Yeah, because it's an Anzac day. Oh. Um, yeah. We're going to come down as soon as I can see it at IMAX. I want to see it on that big... on the Wednesday. Can you, can, you get, can you get Anzac day off? I mean, I might, I, I might be seeing it in town with people I know. Oh, go. fine. But I want to come down and see it at IMAX. It's at IMAX, isn't it, right? Yes, sure. Yes, yeah, yes, I want to see yes. it on that huge screen. Well, technically, we have an IMAX here, too. It's not as big. I, I say here at my <laughs> you mean my the in the podcast no no this is Hoyt's here and they have an IMAX there what yeah no uh, they don't they uh, have a Limax here is what they oh. have it's, it's fucking IMAX branded you piece of shit <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> the adventure trailer was great the fucking northern suburbs piece of shit I'm, I'm, <laughs> do you know why it's great because it doesn't give a fucking thing away no. I still have no idea what the plot is yeah. I don't know who's dying or when what I do know is Everyone's Peter Quill is going to have some great one-liners of Iron Man, though. No? As always. And I'm, I am there for that. And Spider-Man. Fuck, I'm so keen. 
Oh anyway. my god, I'm feeling the hype that I felt for the first Avengers. That's all I want to say. Ooh, well, ooh, ooh. Apparently, the ticket sales are destroying records. Oh like, my god, people worried that Black Panther was going to like might actually end up being a high grossing movie this year, mm. which could have happened. Could have. But happened. the thing is, then you show Shuri in your teaser trailer, and everyone who saw Black Panther wants to go see the Avengers as well. So, yep. look, win-win. Marvel, uh, Disney, and Marvel have got a good thing going. They really do. They really do. Yeah, but hunting seasons of iTunes. Sorry. I'll, I'll let our theme song by Azure Flux strike witches get bitches take us out yes. and we'll catch you guys next week see ya bye bye, bye.